0: Hi, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 148 of Extreme PC UK Podcast. Today is the 6th of January, 2022. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Today on the show we have...
1: Maxon, minus 12 in Canada at the moment, very
0: cold. <laughs> I put when you said minus 12, you meant your age. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Trubb, and we've got the all-famous Trubb Shaw.
2: Well, well, hello. Yes, yeah, Trubshaw here. Um, I'm known as Trubshaw. I don't really know what a platform is, but I'm on Discord and uh, I was on the last podcast at Christmas and Nick stupidly invited me back. So he's wielding an old grey bloke to replace the old grey bloke who oh, can't yeah. be with us. Sadly.
0: Do you know what? I, I totally forgot that grey weren't here. Sorry, grey. But yeah, now really? grey's got some uh, important stuff that he had to be doing today. And trust me, you all know grey he didn't want to miss a day, especially the first one back after Christmas and New Year. But something's come up that's really important, so he's had to uh, shoot out. Um, but Trub was around, so we thought we'd place an old dude with an old dude.
2: <laughs> How we are you, Trub? You're older. good. Did you get well, old much older than me? I think I'm the oldest in the community. I, I, you, I I think you are to the me. oldest. Yeah, I think I listened to Nick uh, when he decided to start going wider with his community. So from podcast one,
0: so yeah. this is interesting. Yeah, it's been from podcast one, and uh, I even remember your nice letter you sent me saying, "Like I like your podcast. You don't do no swearing on there." You since met us in person, and then now there's a swear box. <laughs> yeah, the extreme PC swear box is pretty full at times. <laughs> I have to tell you that. Um yeah, I've got. A- Trevnod, cheers for that prime sub for 29 months, dude. I really do appreciate that, man, and I hope you're well, and I hope everybody's had a good Christmas and New Year. If anyone's got any stories of what's happened to them over Christmas and New Year, um, let us know. I actually thought that I had COVID on Christmas Day and uh, the next uh, couple of days. Uh, I tested every day, some days twice, because I really felt ill. And you know what? I'd come back negative. It's crazy. How have you all been all right? You all been healthy?
1: yeah we're pretty good over here like we the canadian government's got a bit strict already so i'm in ontario and they've we're, we're kind of back into like a fa- not full lockdown but restaurants are now closed oh really um yeah um so yeah people are i think people are a lot more agitated this time around just because um you know it's been what we're going into the third year yeah, now they're right sort of so getting to the
0: point where like i can't be dealing with this anymore
1: yeah it's like covid fatigue right so yeah, yeah we'll see of, what happens sort but... of
0: getting a bit like frustrated for people like i've seen a lot of people where they're like i don't believe in it it's only something if you believe in it it happens <laughs> but everyone's got yeah, their yeah. own view um it is what to it is you just have to you, roll with the punches we love our we love our pc gaming
1: right so if i'm, if I'm in lock, <laughs> there's no difference <laughs> yeah. for me if it's lockdown or uh if everything's open i'm still going to let you into little, a secret if anyone's
0: room. watching from his work I can tell you now he's playing games. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um I'm going to try nice not try. to cough and splutter as much as I can. Obviously I've got a road um open mic so it picks up everything so I will try and mute if I get the chance to but I like I've had this I've had this like lingering cough since Christmas as well. Man, you would think I had the bug but I haven't. Um right, let's get on with it. Anyway, let's get on with the show. We've got lots to talk about. We got I think Klaxon... Gray, he realised that Gray weren't coming on today, so he thought I'd have to fill his boots with the news. So I believe you've got loads of stuff. Um, before we get into it, I would like to just uh say a few announcements, and then I'll get into my bit of news, and then we're we'll getting to Claxons in a minute because he's just got he's got newspaper with him. Um, so the first announcement I want to say is this week. Uh, and it's Thursday today, isn't it? So if you're listening straight away to this podcast, um, this week on Saturday. It's going to be Saturday the 8th of January, 9pm UK time. We're going to be starting our first gaming night sessions. These are sessions for everyone to join. Um, Whether you've got the game, not got the game. If you just wanted to come in and watch it, it'll be streamed on Discord. It won't be streamed on Twitch because it's a private thing. It's more of a let's all let our hair down and stuff. Um, So what we'll be doing, the first one is going to be Aliens Fire Team. Um, And you don't have to know anyone... You can mute your mic if you want. You don't have to come in and speak if you don't feel like speaking. But what you have to do is just go onto our Discord. At the top of Discord, there's an event section. In that event section, just click that you'll be coming. And then what you do is just turn up at 9 o'clock on the night, which will be Saturday night, 9 o'clock. And what will happen is we'll put everybody in for Aliens Fire Team. It's groups up because it's like three players per group. And what we're going to start doing from now on is it's going to be one weekend day. And then it'll be a weekday. Then it'll be a weekend day. Then it'll be a weekday. Everyone can message me with what games they'd like to play. And what happens is we will just continuously have gaming nights. Because uh, you might have all noticed that on the Discord, I've added... um, So basically, I'm now working from home all the time on my own. Um, I do a couple of little jobs outside of that. But I'm going to try my best this year to try and focus solely on the gaming community... Um, And my goal is to try and bring that community up to the point where little bits here and there are sorting me out enough to be able to focus full time on like getting people into games and mini competitions and just fun things, shows, getting people on outings. I've got a couple of meetups planned as well, which are going to be really cool uh, if they go ahead. Um, So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get everything in Discord. um, And I've added a Discord sub button to it. It starts at like, I think it's $3.00. Uh, which is like £1.80 or something silly like that. Um, and that's the way I'm going to try and push forward. I'm going to try and push forward where I can spend all my time just focusing on the community because that's what I love the most. You know, I've done all of these gaming uh, companies and all these builds and stuff like that, but I really do like to spend my time playing the games with everybody. Um, so that's where I'm going to try and focus. So, yeah, the first one is going to be 9 o'clock this Saturday, the 8th of January. All you got to do as the the night the night goes live – I think Discord will now open an events room, which will be the pub room, and it will have a lobby. Everybody just jumps in there at 9 o'clock, and then we continue to move people into rooms and and all play some games, and it's going to be cool. We've already got about 12 to 15 people, I think, that are coming, um, and we're just going to have loads of fun. I know Claxon's coming. Trevor, are you coming?
2: Yeah, I'll drop in. Yeah, and the if anybody's out there square. listening that that plays games on their own, it really takes it to another level when you come and play with other people. So if you're out there listening to the pod as a solo gamer, come on down. Just watch us. It's great fun.
0: Yeah, and also what I'm going to do is I'm not going to talk too much about Aliens Fire Team right now because I'm actually going to talk about it cause it's the game I've been playing a little bit. Um, so I'll talk about that in the games in a little while. But I just wanted to get that out there so that people know that we're having these gaming sessions every week and to get involved basically i want to get more of you involved we've got to start doing more together this year um right anyway let's get on to the actual proper news um uh oh gray wanted me to do an announcement uh, i don't know if he wanted me to keep this for himself or if he wanted me to do it
1: i think you should go for it now though. should no, i should I out it. his yeah. should i out yeah, it yeah, or go not for it
0: Okay, Or so... well,
1: Trump should say it uh, as, you know, Grey twenty six. 26.
0: <laughs> well, Grey's not here, but his news is here. And it's like, should I do it or not? He might kill me. But anyway, right. So do it, do it, do it, Magic says. Right, exactly. so basically, if you follow the Scooby room, um, and this is going to tie in with something else. So there's two things at once I'm going to talk about here. I-68. It's going to be going ahead. Tickets are now on sale. It's going to be a, uh, a proper show. Same as every other time. It's not going to be restricted in any way. And we're all going. The crew is going. I'm going to be running the streamer zone as normal. Um, I'm going to be taking on a lot of people with me. Um, And I want everyone to know in the community, on the podcast, in the Discord, everyone's welcome to spend the four days with us. Now, the tickets to get down there are around £107, £110. Uh, You'd have to get a hotel. Or you can. um, I'm going to be making a group. And if anyone's interested in coming... Um lots of people like to team up and have two in a room to, to to half the price of the room and stuff like that. Um and we are gonna have an amazing time. We'll be playing games together all through the through the days. Then when it gets to like dinner time, we'll all go out for dinner together. Everyone's welcome. We go as a massive crew. Um yep, as Trev said, you can camp there as well. If you get a BYOC ticket, you could get free indoor camping. Um so that you can go and camp, put your tent up and you've got somewhere to sleep if you can't if you can't afford like the full hotel because they are expensive you can camp out indoors. Um and basically a lot of people just sleep next to their next to their computer and just put their chair at their feet up and they go to sleep. But um basically we're gonna be going there. Everyone's welcome to do that. Come out for dinner with us and then we go to the casino and the bars um and we'll basically go out, have a few beers. It's gonna be really nice, cool, four days, really good time like for the crew and the whole community to get back together because we haven't like done it for so long. It's been two years since I met up with anybody for a proper show. So if anyone's interested in that, just hit me up on a DM on Discord. I've put a event up there. If you're if you're going or to the event or you're interested in the event, um, just tick that box and I'll contact you anyway if you've if you've put your name down as interested in that thing. Um and where Grey's project with Scooby comes into this is now they told me about this a little while ago. They've been it's not just like a spontaneous thing, they've been planning this for a long time. Do you remember, and I don't know if you two specifically will remember this but people in the chat might remember this. We was talking about how when we go to shows, Grey can never come because he's in America. So the idea that they've come up with is to build an all-seeing, walking, moving robot that's got Grey on it. And basically, Scooby's set this project out that he's going to build this and we're going to take it with us. And essentially what it will be is it will be Grey on a computer screen mounted in like a robot form to like a segway where he can control it from his computer at home in like um florida and basically he'll just be driving around looking around the stand talking to people and it it goes so far he said he's gonna have like bits popping up on screen for extreme, extreme pc uk and stuff like that now i said to them it's a well good idea but there could be some flaws. But they're adamant that they can get through these floors. And one of them I said is, what if there's no internet in there? Like, we would have to trail them around with a big cable. <laughs> but um, have you two phone, seen right? this idea?
1: I have a feeling that a few podcasts ago, we were talking about a different event, or well, maybe it was Insomnia, and either you mentioned it, but we were kind of joking about it, right? It was a bit of a joke that he would go around as a robot, and I guess they've turned that joke into. Yeah. An that's where thing, it started right? but behind those yeah,
0: doors for for about I don't know, a month a month and a half now it started off as a bit of a joke like you say and then i think someone planted the seed in scooby's head and he was like hmm i do like a challenge i wonder if i can do this and trust me i i've seen the schematics and stuff for it it's crazy like scooby's yeah. really going for it it reminds me of that 80s film weird science
1: I've not seen that.
0: Oh, if you haven't seen that, I was thinking, I was thinking more
1: Terminator or like Short Circuit. (laughs) Maybe more Short Circuit. Short
0: Circuit's got the personality of Grey. Instead of saying I'm Johnny Five alive, it's going to be Ha, I'm Grey Gamer Twenty Five. I'm Grey Gamer Twenty (laughs) Five. Could you imagine it? You're just in the show, and this robot just rocks up. Ha, I'm Grey Gamer Twenty Five. Just to everyone, you to hear it it repeating everywhere. That's all it should uh... say. That's uh, I
1: reckon security security of the event are going to have to usher that that robot out. I mean, if push came to shove, you could just attach, like, I would probably do more like a robot and just attach an iPhone with FaceTime on it to it. But it sounds like Scooby's yeah. taking it one, ex- well, one extra. Well, I think they've
0: gone really deep with this. Uh, oh, you've put Cider Bob's question in there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cheers. I was trying to copy and paste it into there, but I couldn't get it in. But yeah, cheers, Cider Bob. We've got your question added. There's a couple of questions today. Sorry to cut you off. Carry on, dude. Did I cut you off? But no,
1: I, no, you didn't. You were just going oh, so to say that they've taken it away. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, actually, this week, because there's no grey, so there's just one person cut me off. <laughs> oh, I, don't, no.
2: I don't know know. people can cut <laughs> anybody off at this in this podcast.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it sounds wicked. I, I, I was just making a joke. that uh, The way that you say gay grey gamer 25 probably end up that robot getting ushered out by security and oh could you me, imagine reckon.
0: that we're at the show i'm running the whole stand on that and i'm like what's that all that what's that kerfuffle over there i go over yeah, there commotion and there's, there's a grey robot fighting you're not getting me out you're not getting me out Its little wheels are doing backwards wheel spins and there's all smoke yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, the exactly <laughs> well you're all trying to get some kip and it keeps talking oh god oh we. What, that's what we have to do We'll have to tell him to go into the camping zone. He'd just be walking around like a Dalek, but instead of saying exterminate, it will be, ha, I'm Great Gamer 25. <laughs> just driving around all the tents. Someone talk to me. Someone talk to me.
2: You'll have <laughs> to get you'll have to, get great to sign some postcards and hand them out, you know, as, me, as, me, as me, this yeah. celebrity robot. you know robot. who I am? <laughs> uh,
0: there's uh, probably a few people there that'll be like, I know you, you're Great Gamer 25. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Trev said uh, the pub quiz is epic. It actually is an epic pub quiz that they do there. I'd say anyone that is going to Insomnia, uh, make sure you get a pub quiz ticket. And I tell you what, I'm surprised they've ever got away with it. It's so X-rated. I'm not even joking. The last one we went to, it was all questions. And it it was like uh, naughty pictures of, of famous gamers on naughty pictures. And you had to, like, work out who they was and stuff like that. Really, really bad. Another one was everybody running to the front of the thing. I was like, I'm surprised no one's been killed by getting squashed. But it's, like, the most amazing pub quiz. A massive party at the end. Everybody's drinking. Um, I don't know how that's going to go down this year. But, like, I hope they don't change it, man. It's it's so good that you just you just risk getting the bug because you're like, I'm going to go to this party because I can't miss out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... I don't even know what I was going to say then. I just got so excited about Insomnia. But it's going to be amazing. So make sure um, if you can come, you let me know. And if you can't come to Insomnia, it will all be on Discord all the time because we'll be streaming on Discord. So we'll be streaming live. So you're more than welcome to jump into all the streams as usual. Um, I know Grey will be hyping everything up. He'll be in the background pulling strings and doing stuff. He'll be involved somehow. Um, And apart from that, yeah, Scooby and Grey are going to be building this robot. If you get into our discord um you can literally watch the progress of them making it it's on the very early stages at the moment so at the moment they're just like getting like uh images together and they're trying to test out certain ways i know scooby's already put an image in of how to control the robot so gray's got like a like buttons to press and it will make it move left right forward backwards um and it would just be good it might do you know what it might fail but it's just going to be good following it and seeing if they can bring this thing to life You know, and you might even, you never know, you might even get to see someone knock out a grey game of 25 at the show, knock his eye down. Knowing
2: knowing Scooby's skills, I mean, it'll it'll be a good job. He'll make a damn good job. If it can be done, he'll get it done.
0: Yeah, yeah. He is very, very good at what he does. Um, He knows a lot of stuff. Um, And I'm sure, I don't doubt that he won't get it done. When he says he's going to do something, he knows what he's talking about. So it's all going to be good. Right. So um, I'll let Grey next week fill fill you all in on more of what happens uh, with that um right going forward uh my other news i'd like to talk about is have you seen and I'd, i've only seen this because um i heard about it earlier on through uh hands because obviously Hans has had uh some stuff going on as well so he couldn't get on either um but he was saying about the uh, nvidia bringing out the 3050 and the 3090 ti who's going to run out and get one
1: uh i'm a i'm a red guy at the moment so not Uh-oh. me. <laughs> but i tell you what i found funny they positioned the 3050 as a budget gpu um, oh, wow which made me laugh just because i i obviously anyone who can you know is at the low end really hasn't been able to upgrade their pc for the last couple of years so i, I did find that slightly ironic
0: yeah see i oh see i always used to say if you was going for a starter pc you would go for um uh what, what was it the 1080 not the 10 what was what's the little card Sixth. it's a ten fifty. 1060 no smaller than that i can't think of what I it was know. now because i've just got so many cards in my brain i'm sure it was a 1050 1050 ti and they're bringing out the 3050 so for me yeah that i would say that that is the budget low-end card that's no, the sixteen sixty trev was after it was a ten fifty and a ten fifty i they they retailed at between ninety pounds and a hundred and thirty whether you went for the the ten fifty or if you went for the t i um and a lot of them were uh, were um t- small cards like compact cards um and then they brought out the sixteen fifty and the sixteen sixty t i was above it but they i wouldn't say the sixteen um hundred cards i wouldn't say they were budget because they they were they weren't that cheap but the 1050 TI and the 1050, they were cards that were very cheap. £100 for a card ain't that much. And I'm not saying now, I'm saying right back then. Um, but the problem is, when you come with words like budget card, then back then it was a budget card, £100 for a card to get good performance. and play You could play all the games on it at 1080 and it'd be fine. Yeah, but now, 3050, I need to see a price tag before I'd say the word budget. In this day yeah. and age, how much is that card going to cost when it comes out? Hey,
2: talking of price tags, I mean, the 3090 Ti and, and 90 on overclockers is looking at £2,999 and 99 pence. What the heck is that? For yeah, of... I've,
0: got, um, I've got an Asus ROG Strix 3080 Ti, and that retails now. I think it's between minimum where you see it is 2500 and 2900 I believe. And if you go for the one that's got the water cooler on it, that's over three grand. And that's a thirty eighty TI, it's not even a thirty ninety. So the thirty ninety TI Crazy. Surely it's gotta be in the four thousands, hasn't it?
2: Amazing. Oh, and yeah, when you yeah. think yeah. pre pandemic, we that was the price of the top MPC, not just the video
0: card. Yeah, well the video card the video card back then, you'd be looking at fifteen hundred, wouldn't you? really yeah, yeah i yeah. think when you went back to the old titans i think the most you'd ever see is a two grand card and they were like they were totally different cards they were like proper beefed up you know they weren't they weren't like what they are now so for me the thirty fifty, 50 i can't see that being in a budgetable card because i don't think any cards in a budget at the moment i could still sell a ten fifty now and it probably wouldn't be a budget card anymore you know people will pay through the teeth for it because they just like i just want any card and like we've seen a lot, we've seen a lot of people that sold their cards ready to buy the new the new gen and got trapped with nothing, you know, and they made yeah. some money because the thing is, I remember when my 2080, when the, the 3080 came out, I actually got ready to take my card out and sell it water-cooled because it was the same price as buying the new card or just a couple of hundred quid under. And I was like, man, I'll just buy the new one and put a couple of hundred quid on but I couldn't get hold of one, so it never happened. So I probably saved myself, because otherwise I would have had no card myself. But a lot of people have done it. Um,
2: I mean, that sort of thinking doesn't apply anymore, does it? I mean, you, two years ago, you had a card, you'd sell it, put another and so quid to it, and get the next card up. But nowadays, it's thousands you've got to add to it, not
0: it? Yeah, see, do you know what I did? When I when I used to start um, building the computers again, and I got back into it, like I said before, I would treat my graphics card, not the computer, just the graphics card, I would treat it like a mobile phone uh, contract. So I would buy the card over two years, spread the cost over two years, and because the thing is, every every two years, it's not easy to come up with fifteen hundred two grand to spend on one thing, especially when you got like four kids, you know, and a yeah, house to pay true. for and everything. So what I did is, I would went well, from the day one, I would buy the graphics card. The graphics cards were normally like six to eight hundred quid that I was getting, because I wasn't going for the the top. I was going for like 30 80 20 80 level um now i would just buy that spread the cost over two years and when that two years is up i would take my card out sell it and it'd still be worth like half the price i would use that money as whatever i needed at the time it was a boost of like 400 quid which was always good and then i'll just go and buy the next one on tick over another two years and then i would just complete that do that process every two years and I'd be having a new card all the time and I'd get a bulk amount of money and then I'd just pay it off like monthly. That's how I've always done it. I know a lot of people yeah, like that. to just bang all of their money on it in one go, but a lot of people ain't in that situation, you know?
2: I ended up buying your 1080 Ti via Trevor all those years ago as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: that 1080 Ti has done the rounds and still going, isn't it?
2: Still going well, my, yeah, my Do grandson's I, I, machine.
0: How, how old must that card be? Um, it's got to be four years old, hasn't it? If not more. Oh, easily, yeah, easily. So, if it's like four years old and it's still a card now, it would sell more now than it would when I bought it four years ago.
2: Ah, oh, yeah, not surprised.
0: It's crazy, crazy times. So, um,
1: I'm getting a little bit confused because if I, if I, we had someone who was like new to the PC building, um, you know, hobby, and they were looking at Nvidia cards, they'd be like, confused. what recommendation? Yeah, I was going to say because you've got like the you know the 3060, the 3070, 3080, 3090, and then you've got the TIs yeah. that kind. I feel kind of sit in the middle of those. So like, so as the, an expert, what kind of recommendation? Used,
0: would... The way it used to run, and I don't see it like that anymore. they might as well be card one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight now rather than TIs and that. The way it used to work was you would say you got um a 1050. That would be a standard graphics card that would come out and it would be a certain power. But then if you got the TI version, it was the turbo version. So that was the version that you could overclock and play around with a lot more. So that was why people would wait for the 3090-3090 TI because the TI would boost up nearly close to the next card above it. Um, and that was the whole point of a 3080-3080 TI. Um, nowadays, it feels like there would, there wasn't so many... The gap wasn't so small back then. It was like whichever card you went for, there was a big gap between that and the next one. So if you went for a 3070, it was nowhere near the 3090, you know? Um, but where they've been filling slots, because obviously AMD uh, have been putting in their cards in the gaps, they're, they're both yeah. fighting for space in that area. So what's happened is they've started bringing out all these different numbered cards and filling all the gaps. And now you've just got a whole range of cards. And what you'll notice they do with a lot of the cards is they allow some cards to have more than one. They don't do it that much anymore because the power's so high. But back in the day, they'd allow you to have more than one, but some cards wouldn't allow you to do that because they wouldn't let you have two of the card below because it'd be cheaper than buying one of the card above and it would have more power, you know. But I would say if, if you're looking, if it's someone that's looking to build a PC now and they're new to PCs, I would honestly say to them straight off the bat, what are you going for budget low end like beginner medium or high because that thing sets the bar straight away and then straight after that i'd ask them what's your budget because the thing is budgets have changed so much i used to be able to build a gaming pc for 450 and it would run everything at 1080 decent frames it'd be a good starter pc that you could literally upgrade bit by bit um and if you was going to upgrade it massively it'd be the graphics card one year. Or it'd be a motherboard RAM and processor another year and then you could switch. So you're not buying the whole bulk load. Um nowadays it's a lot harder to tell people because then I could go budget 450, medium fifteen hundred, top three grand or up. Nowadays, there's so many people selling stuff at their own prices all over the place. It's like you're looking you're lost, you're looking through 50 different places and the prices are all different everywhere you go, you know? as pricing up a build it's hard because a lot of people would come to me and say what what build and i'll be like i use the best quality parts this that and the other and then they'll go but i saw one on ebay for half the price of yours and personally i feel like going well just go with them then because you're going to come back to yeah. me in two weeks when it doesn't work because a lot of them will sell you it with no graphics card or they'll sell it with a cheap psu which is so light and flimsy that it'll break in no yeah. time um and it's just like a minefield at the moment of so if I said to you, Claxon, go and get all the components for a PC, you would probably go out there and you'd just look around and you'd be like, yeah, the fluctuation in price is crazy. I don't know what to go for. Um, and, you know, I, it is bad, but I tell a lot of people nowadays, just wait for a little while because at the moment you're not going to get anything. And some people have come to me and said, look, my son's desperate for a PC. He's been waiting years and now COVID's hit, He's waiting longer can you just do me a low end pc and i'll be like yeah it's like 800 quid and they're like oh i don't want to pay that money and i was like look i don't want to sell you it for that much money but that's the best i'll be able to do with the parts i can get hold of at the moment you know um i priced one up for, uh, for a friend of mine recently and the only graphics card i could actually physically find was 500 quid and he was like whoa that's the same price as like the rest of the parts i was like yeah because it's either you buy that or you can't get hold of anything else I said you could go second hand with a lower one he's like I don't want nothing second hand and I was like but that's your only option then you know it's a tricky it's a tricky place to be in right now
1: yeah I think if I was recommending anyone going into gaming I, I would actually probably tell them to get a console yeah next gen console because there's so is, much more value I for don't money. even
0: know with the, if I would go with a console I, I would tell someone for the value go for second hand And a lot of people are like, I'm not buying a second-hand PC, it's too expensive. And I always say it to everybody, if you buy a second-hand PC and it breaks, it's only going to be one component that breaks. So worst-case scenario is you get a £1,000 PC for 400 quid. And if one thing, the worst-case scenario, the graphics card breaks, then you just buy a new graphics card and it will be back to working, but you'll have an updated graphics card. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I tell people now because a lot of people, there's a lot of like stigma around, oh, I'm not buying secondhand electronics that are going to break. But, and the thing is, on eBay and PayPal, you've legally got three months to send electronics back and they'll give your money back if it breaks. So you've got that like trial time to see if it works, you know? Sure.
2: Yeah. You can understand people not wanting to, but it is, does make sense in the current climate because the prices are just stupid.
0: Yeah. Well, Mecca's just said. Um, the thirty fifty is going to be two hundred and fifty dollars. What's that in uh, UK? Is that like it's about two two un- hundred and ten? Is it? or
1: something I've just I guessed. would say two hundred pounds.
0: I've just guessed that. So, so two hundred pounds, and that card would have originally been um about hundred and thirty. So you know that's that's still like a it's like a thirty five to forty percent increase on what it was two years ago. You know, which is a lot of money yeah. when you're adding all the parts up together um just catching up with the chat um
2: 184
0: checking. quid according to uh, a search
2: engine 184 pounds
0: what's where's who's selling it for that though
2: i don't know Two fi- no, i don't know who is but uh, it's a random yeah no 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 that that's just what the con- the exchange rate is at the moment of 250 US oh right dollars. i
0: thought were talking about the price of the uh 30 no. 50. no oh right but i'm just checking through the uh chat to see if there's anything worth bringing up what people have said
2: um i mean trev makes an interesting point i mean that time when he used to you know get one from amazon then keep what you're talking few about and trade it in now it makes it can you still do that with amazon do you
0: know and have they not got wise to it no you can still do that with amazon um because they have are billions and billions of pounds go through them uh you know they have so much offer losses like catalogs do and stuff uh but the problem is What you're getting a lot of at the moment, um, and I don't know if you've seen this before, is you're getting people and and like random people making companies and websites saying, we've got cards in stock. So they'll say, we've got 3080s in stock. And then what happens is, and Janssen found this out. Do you remember when Janssen went to that weird office in London? I don't know. Do you remember the story? I I don't think he was around then. So what happened is, Jansen saw a uh, 38 <laughs> he he saw a 38 go on sale from random website so I said to him like random website bit dodge. and he's like look I can only get this card so he buys it and what happens is the guy then says it's not actually in stock yet so what he does is he he withholds the 2 grand for the card and if he's done that with loads of people you're going to build interest up in your bank aren't you you know You've got all this money yeah. in your bank. And then what it is, he's like, look, it will come in in a couple of weeks. so it will come in in a couple of weeks. And a few people got the ump about it. So Jansen looked up the address. And the address happened to be in London um, as the company where it's registered. So Jansen decided to drive into London because he obviously works there and knock on the door. So he gets there. It's just some dude's house. <laughs> and Jansen's just yeah. knocking on the door asking about where his graphics card is. I can't remember what happened with the whole story. But Janssen was like, it's just he's obviously got no he's got no stock at all, and he's just playing the field with getting money in and out of accounts and stuff like that, you know? And it it's opened up the world to just so much dodge, you know, everywhere yeah, you go. For sure. I feel like the world's a bit broken. The apocalypse oh, is. Oh wow, honest. we're getting deep today. Well, wow, great. Deep. that was quick. That's because Grey's not in game. Oh, I'm the game twenty five after <laughs> every sentence. Yeah, well, it's great keeping it light and fluffy. <laughs> light and fluffy, yeah. <laughs> Uh. but um yeah but what trev done is just for so people know is he would buy he he had a gap between the card that he sold it was about six months and the card that he was going to buy when it came, got released six months later and this was back when you could get cards so what he done is he would buy a card from amazon put it in his computer for like three weeks then say oh it's got something or he would come up with something i can't remember how he did it but he'd send it back and then he'd buy another one from amazon it would get sent out he'd use it for three weeks send it back and he'd done that to fill the six month gap before getting his actual card he bought and everyone was amazed well, that he was getting away with it i was gonna
1: say he might get away with amazon but i don't think he'll get away with it with greta funberg um <laughs> i can see her selling
2: video cards
0: <laughs> we were talking about that the other day um about The amount of gamers out there nowadays, how long, like they've already, they've started on the cows because the cows and the methane, they've started on like the carbon footprint of everyone. And next, what it's going to be is it's going to be gamers. You need to get smaller cards because your, your, your cards are producing too much electric and heat.
2: (laughs) I think it'd be big server rooms, wouldn't it? I mean, I saw a project the other day of Microsoft been building a server room under the ocean to keep keep, it cool. Yeah, to keep
0: it cool. Yeah. How crazy is that? But some of these server rooms, you see them and they look like, imagine going on an alien spaceship. That's what you yeah. can imagine it being like, just lights and flashy boxes with cables going everywhere.
2: They still call them server farms, do
0: they now? Yeah. Is that... yeah. yeah well,
2: this one was like a sealed container. Server
0: farm, weed farm, they both make lots of money.
2: <laughs> this was like in a sealed container <laughs> that Microsoft was submerging in the water just to check whether they could uh, cut down on the emissions by having it in, in seawater
0: yeah that's crazy but the thing is oh do you know what i've never understood this is totally off subject i've never understood why they haven't started building um i saw a like uh, a plan for it in it was in china sea i believe it was in and what it is they just put like pods so like a full size like small house in a pod and that pod's connected to a, a spiral like lift and staircase and then what happens is the weight of it will push it down like one level and then the next one goes on top and pushes it down more. And what it does is it pushes these pods all down under the water. And what happens is people actually living under the water in where there's obviously lots of space. Um, and I've never wondered why it hasn't come out. I thought it'd be a really cool idea because once you get under the water, you don't get none of the waves and all that sort of stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. The amount of time I spend indoors, it wouldn't really matter whether I lived in the sea like SpongeBob or lived. But above could you imagine, ground, like, honest, you open yeah. your
0: curtains and you're just like under the sea looking around (laughs) that'd be pretty cool little mermaid (laughs) when a mermaid comes up to your window
3: (laughs) i think you need to lower your
1: expectations there'll probably just be loads of muck on your window really quickly (laughs) yeah
0: yeah you're like you're like 200 feet down you can't even get down to clean it you're You're in the midnight zone (laughs) (laughs) right let's move on we got a bit deep there with the old thirty nineties and thirty fifties and stuff i don't know we went we went quite far with that didn't we um. Wow. We're an hour in already. Kidding me? That is crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. We must have gone deep. Um, no right. grey, and we're an hour in. Wow. It, yeah. Impressive. It,
2: it is minimum wage, isn't it? Nick? <laughs> an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: right. Well, let's get on McClaxon's news because he's got a whole page written out. All I can see is CES, 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 CES.
1: Well, I'll package it all up, and technically we've talked about the graphics cards already, so it's half that. But yeah. Um. Most people know it was Consumer Electronics Show this week. Um, I, th- I guess they cover a little bit of uh, like PC in it, but it's more broader consumer electronics, right? Like TV, soundbars. Do you know one thing I hate? Uh, is talking about mobile phones. Yeah, we won't do that. Uh, I'll I'll save it there. But there was a little bit of uh, news um, that I kind of wanted to chat about and put it out there to the community. So one is Alienware, which most people know are... Dell's kind of gaming arm. Yeah. Um, they shared two concepts that they positioned very much as new, um, which is essentially a streaming box for wow. cloud gaming. Oh, really? Which is new. Um, and an external GPU box that um, obviously laptop. you connect to your laptops.
0: None of, none of this stuff is new
2: no
1: it exactly in so fact, um, hp
0: they had a really really nice external gpu case um which went with their omen case and it was like about uh, 10 years ago yeah an omen case was like yeah. square and basically yeah. the ca- the little graphics card ca- i actually nearly built a tiny pc in the graphics card case which was we had nearly done it and we basically and in fact actually we did do it have you ever seen an intel nook Yes. Yeah. So if you see the one that's got it. the skull on the front of it with the red eyes, at the yeah. time it had the best processor in it and stuff like that. What we did is we had at the time, I think it was a 2080, which was the latest card out at the time. And we had that in the box mounted in there. And then we had screwed the nook onto the outside of it. So it looked like one package piece. And we actually benchmarked it. And it was in the top 1% of PCs for power. And it was only like this big, it was tiny and wow. we was actually going to bring it to the shows of us it's probably still at my mate's house now to be fair but it was so funny because it wasn't even us doing a lot of work it was just like mounting it on top and putting the cables together and it just worked amazingly and, and obviously an intel but- Nook's only this big and that's the pc and then the graphics cards like this and it's, and it's mounted on it you know but yeah go on carry on dude
1: I was gonna say I've all like the the whole like laptop and external GPU isn't something for me right because I've got a big old tower. Yeah, um, but it's all about but heat. I do, I do see the attraction in that you, you you know you buy a um a laptop with the you know the, the the GPU built into the CPU right and um you get your productivity stuff your work stuff done during yeah, but the day. Yeah, it's never and then great,
0: you... mate. It's never great. If if you get that all on board like that, it's not great. But I'll tell you what, the main concept of these external boxes, when I saw it, I thought it was actually an amazing idea because one thing you know, and you probably know this, you've got to take laptops to the office, back from the office. Now, you're not going to be playing uh, yeah. games at the office, but you are going to have a decent laptop. So you take your laptop into the office, you do your work on it, you come home, you stick your cable in, and then you've got full graphics, you know, and you've got external monitors. Um, and a lot of people will do that. If you go into a lot of people's gaming setups, they'll have laptops on on like laptop stands you know sort of like sheet music stands with your laptop screen sort of like these angles you know yeah um and i thought it's always been an amazing idea as long as it gives you the power and obviously when you've got an external graphics card box you ain't worrying about the heat as much because in a laptop you know what it's like you put it on your lap it burns you put it on your bed on in bed on your quilt and it dies
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah. the idea of a dock, some sort of docking station that you can bring your laptop into, dock it, and then game properly with it is yeah. great. Except you're still limited, aren't you, to laptop GPUs?
0: Yeah, no, CPU. Is...
2: Sorry, CPUs. Yeah. You're limited to laptop CPUs, and they're they're not, never as good, are they? As yeah, the... but
0: a lot of them nowadays, Trub, will have a full size CPU in them.
2: All oh, right, that's and good a lot then. of the laptops that,
0: that... now will have a full size GPU in them. So right. they used to be mobile, but nowadays a lot of them aren't. Um, and it, back in the day, it was a massive laptop. It was like this big, wasn't it? It was like a suitcase.
2: Yeah, they can't shift that amount of heat though, can they? They can't run at those voltages. Surely that that this thing in the corner is sitting that's kicking out more heat than a three-bar electric yeah, fire.
0: No, and it's never going to be as good, but it's they are getting a lot better. Like, I'll tell you what, go back six years and someone said to me, I want to get into gaming and I'm getting a laptop, I'd be like, no. Yeah, agreed. You know, now they go to me. Oh, look! I'm going to get a, a laptop, high-end laptop. It's got a thirty, uh, a 38 in it, or a 3070. I'm like, get it! It's perfect. They've got 100 okay. and 140 hertz screens in them now and stuff. So, you yeah. know, you're not really limited. You can you can actually play a decent game on them laptops. You know, um, oh, that's good. So I, I bet I they think run well worth it. Yeah, but but Alienware bringing out that I think that's quite funny. They brought out two no- old things and called them new. Yeah, yeah, you should have well, one of those metal,
2: you should have one of those metal pizza ovens and stick it on, and then you can play gaming and then just cut your pizza underneath it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I actually built an Alienware PC to go in PC World's leading, um, what's it called when you call their biggest store?
2: Flagship, flagship, flagship
0: store. store in Tottenham Court Road. I had their their computer right in the window, which I've done loads of work to. What were oh, you no, a window model?
2: Did you did you stand in there in? in no, the it was a, window, a model window model, and I put a
0: window in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually quite funny. It was quite a funny job, to be fair, but yeah. Um, Right, what's on to the next one, dude? Um, The
1: next piece, I'll share something a little bit, uh, like, it's not super, it's more of a confession that I make into a PC community, but um, I got a PS5 for Christmas. Is that where Uh, you've been gone? you the, skanked the us on the leak because you've been playing the
0: ps5 um, and did you see that earlier on people he, he dropped that little bomb going i would say to people to get a com- uh uh console yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly you bastard. I'm, I'm
1: leading <laughs> it up um i think uh someone just said shame shame <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, know fair play well, T- to be fair to me i have um cousins in the uk that have all be got play stations yourself. um so it's nice to play with them and i do i do find that the playstation exclusives are some of the best games is it uncharted um, well there's that and then um well i guess god of wars technically on pc now
0: all I ever I hear, because i haven't followed playstation for a long long time but all i ever hear whenever I hear someone's on playstation next word is uncharted and next word you is indiana jones I... and i've never played the game <laughs>
1: It was a slippery slope because I got, I got the PS5 and then I was like oh shit maybe we need a new TV because we've got oh, like the regular look. 60 hertz so uh, Carla who's my partner she was like yeah maybe we do need a TV do you want to get one bigger and I was like what? Like I can get a TV and I can get one bigger? Are you sure? <laughs> cool, what size is it? Uh, well 65 so it's not um Wow it's I, not that, I, I, that's not the biggest. No, just before right? it's Christmas, pretty
0: reasonable. I, I said to my missus, I had a 55 inch and uh, it would go between my fireplace and my, my bay window and it's quite yeah. tight. And I just said to my missus one night, I said, I'm buying a new TV. We need one. This one's on the way out. We need to get a new one. I said, I'm going to buy a TV from there to over there. And I was only joking at the time. And then we went to the shop and I ended back coming with a 75 inch one. And then when I got it when I got it put up, yeah, my missus is like, That's ridiculous. Look at the size. The stand it's on. I'm gonna have to buy a new stand, yeah, because it's so big, it's like it's yeah, up yeah. in the air because it's on a normal size stand, but it's up there and it needs to go near the floor because it's so tall. Like it's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, I love it. It's like being in the cinema all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. We I did some research. I ended up getting a um a Sony A80J, which um, has got the HDMI HDMI 2.1, it's got the 120 hertz. It's also got Google TV, um, yeah, see, all I built in, which is like
2: nice. and that's exactly what I bought as well, just before Christmas. The Sony Braille. really, exactly the 65 inch, exactly same. You got the same, got it's,
0: the same um, TV, look. and he wants a stereo as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now now it's like I've got this 4K IMAX. A, a you know Dolby Atmos um, picture. Now I need a new soundbar.
2: Oh yeah, I went down that route <laughs> so as well. Like... The Dolby Atmos soundbars. Have you seen the price of those? Oh, I was just about what? to say
1: that. Do yeah, I, I know. So I it's bought, just um
0: I bought a T V TV, and then I had a, it's a it. Mine's a Samsung. Yeah. So I bought the Samsung TV because I already had a Samsung. So I've got a Samsung soundbar already, um and the soundbar I've got was about a thousand pound like a few like years back anyway so i get it all home i'm like i don't need to buy the sound just the tv i plug it all in with the arc and everything and what happens on the actual virgin box it doesn't match up and it won't let me move shift the sound through the arc so i'm like man i said to my missus i've tried all these different. i've tried i tried doing it through um what was it you said earlier tried the skinny one uh did the digital one i tried doing it through oh, yeah. arc, oh, through okay, the, well, the new hdmi's yeah. I tried it, I've done it, tried it through Bluetooth and nothing, everything syncs up perfectly apart from if you're watching the Virgin Box, which is what my missus watches normal TV. Oh no. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, look, we're just going to have to buy another soundbar. Irritating. And I just thought, I'll spend 150 quid getting just a cheap soundbar, it'd be fine. And I had a look and when they're 150 pound, they are cheap. And I looked at one that was like decent to go with the TV to match up. It was like two grand. Yeah. I was like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also oh, I'd rather plug yeah. headphones in. <laughs> well, I've got a bit of a Sonos
1: kit at the moment, but um you know, they, they create that they create this ecosystem, don't they, where like yeah. there there's synergy between the PlayStation and the Sony TV where there's features that are exclusive to you because you're bought into the ecosystem. Yeah and there's also one with the soundbar. I don't know if it's more marketed than there is actual like really great features, but with the the Sonos soundbar... Um, they use the TV sound as a center channel, as another channel, um, okay. to create more immersive sound. So I'll probably check it out. Uh, we've got Best Buy over
0: here, so I'll probably check it out um, at some point. But yeah. There's a lot I of people right in the chat saying we got consoles at Christmas. Oh man, tell me that yeah. the PCs ain't dying because everyone's going to console because that's all they can get hold of.
2: <laughs> but going back to a pre- previous question about you know the the gaming PCs, you can see the attraction. You know, a young a young person who wants to play a few games. Yeah. Well, what games are you playing? Well, ninety percent of them you can play on a on a because a, 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 a Xbox or a PlayStation it's a PC motherboard, isn't it? Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, they're all AMD now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. The world's changing. Hold on. Yeah. The world's going. Right, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next one.
1: Yeah, so I kind of I I pulled this out from Jansen shared this earlier today. Um but um Razer um you know they like to work on their kind of proof of concepts and they call them projects. They've released a couple of projects recently. Um one Jansen shared today was Project Sophia, which is basically a Fully modular PC that's built into the desk. Okay. And also has uh, monitors attached to the desk. And also has accessories for people that can stream. So, has, um, you know, integrations with things like cameras, lighting.
0: I saw his post and I didn't read it because I thought it was just a desk. I was like, oh, "Oh, man, people bringing out desks. Like, Aces has brought out the IKEA desk. Gray got his what he was it, what desk did he have? He had that metal desk, I can't remember what it was. Uh he got like the
1: magnetic Yeah, uh, and now
0: there's this. But yeah, I didn't read that. So what you you add your components. How does that work with the PC section? Well
1: then? it's it's well it's not actually just the components built into the um the desk. It actually a bit like Tron, if you remember Tron no, when they're in the executive office. And there's like um, screens and interfaces built into the desk as well. It has um, actual screens built into it. Um, I think that I think that kind of thing's quite gimmicky, personally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I have seen, like I've seen some of like the Linus Tech Tips build PCs into desks. It's nothing yeah, I've ever done, explored. It, I, 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 th- I think they look quite desks. tacky.
0: Yeah, but the problem with a desk is, is when you come to have to move the bastard you know yeah, or yeah. it doesn't become yeah. uh, any good anymore cuz you need it somewhere else and it needs to be smaller but the thing is when you said that it's all um like connects together like i can imagine a desk and at the back of the desk it's got like uh, connectors for you to s- stick a monitor on there which sticks straight on or a second monitor or there could be like one that you plug in and it's got three monitors on it and stuff like that but when it comes to the actual pc components how does that work? Do you buy a pre-built like um, connectable box that's got your parts in it and they sell you that? You know, is it pre-built? It's all, it's all built in. Um, but I think you can replace parts so you, underneath. You So you basically buy it like you're buying a PC, but it is just a desk, but it's all the CPU, RAM, everything's all in there. You just pick it on a, on a parts picker and then that all gets built by them and then it just gets shipped out to you and you've got this desk where you can change the monitors and stuff. See, for me, like you said, the monitors, gimmick,
1: are, the monitors are even attached as well.
0: Yeah. So can you have to it. stay in their ecosystem all the way through. And yeah. It's not, that's not for me. I don't, do you know, one thing I don't like is when, and this is the first time I ever saw this. I don't know if you ever driven a smart car. I used to be a mechanic. Anyway, back in the day. All those little things. The little car. Little yeah. Those little
1: car. cars. yeah. Yeah. yeah not yeah. like that
0: big they're like full-size cars you know
1: <laughs> remember i I'm, I'm in north america you don't where, like, honey front to be able to get into big. your car
0: <laughs> hold on just get in front of that laser beam i'll make you fit <laughs> but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the smart cars they were the first cars where mercedes what they did is you get a sump plug underneath a car so you can undo the plug and all your oil drains out and you can re- redo the oil because everyone likes to service their own car on that they were the first company to get rid of the sump plug make it sealed and then they use these like hoover machines to suck out the oil from the top of the engine and lot there was massive uproar back in the day because they were like you're taking control of people fixing their own cars so that we pay you to do it instead and this is equivalent of what they're doing here they let you buy this pc it all looks nice buy your monitors it's all good when you buy the first package and it all turns up and it's all good but a year later, when your processor's out of date, what do you do? You have to ring them up and go, oh, I want the next processor. Oh, we'll give you this segment. It's going to cost you five grand this time around to put back in your desk, you know? I, personally, I don't like that kind of thing. I like to be, I like everybody to be free to do what they want when they want rather than being told how. And another thing that annoys me about it is is fans. Fans in your computer. Oh, my God. They piss me off. So you can go to whatever company you want and you can buy fans. Now, I tend, you'll see, if you see the fans in my computers, there'll be fans where they just simply got an RGB cable and they've got the fan header cable. But if you go to a lot of them, what they've done now is they've all tried to keep it in their own ecosystem. So you get a controller box, then you get like 500 cables from each fan and on the back of the computer, it's impossible. You've just got bunches of all these different cables going to all these different boxes. And I just think it's absolute joke. All they need to do, like look at the LiAN Lee fans now. You put one fan in and you put one cable from that fan to the motherboard, yeah? And then all you do is you stick the fans next to it and they will work. And again, it's companies trying, they're so desperate for you to buy their product that they're trying to force you to stick to, if you buy that product the first time, then you stick to that product for the rest going forward because nothing's going to work. And who is it I was working with the other day? Um, I was working with um, with a friend. I won't say any names. Uh, the other day, I built a computer. I fixed a computer for someone. And basically, I said, look, you should change all these fans for some... Pr-. They were just black fans. I said, you should change all these fans um, for another make. And he was like, I can't change the fans because they won't work with with the program I'm using. And I was like, what program are you using? And it was, I think it was Razer or something... And it had a list. He had a list of all the all the components that would work with it. And I was like, "You don't need that. If you're just having it on red, or you're just having it changing colors," I said, "You can do it from any other programs." But he was adamant that he was going to stay with that company or one of the companies on the list. And I think it's just, it's. I know it's like you can't help it; and it's always going to happen. But it's just annoying the fact that people are doing this, you know.
1: Try... Well, the government should think should be stepping in with this, right? Because it's it's not just a problem in PC gaming. If you take Oh, Even cool. Apple, right? Apple oh, big are notorious tech. for their ecosystem. Oh, don't and, get me
0: started yeah. with Apple.
1: You know, recently yeah. they they um
0: to buy because of charges. the
1: network and consumers they have, they released that um. Is it the 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 little thing that's like a tile? Air? Something? I'm not sure. Crapple? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And anyway, but, the, like the the success, they used old technology, but the, the product was so successful because the device is able to talk to their whole entire, you know, multi-billion network yeah. of computers and mobile devices. And the company uh, Tile, who make Bluetooth, um, they're like objects you put on your keys and yeah, yeah, your yeah. wallet, and they ding when they're missing. Um Apple AirTag, that's it, Um, Trevnald's got it. Um, But yeah, they're basically, they gave Tile an ultimatum where they were basically like, you can use our network, um, but the problem with, with, or you cannot use our network, um, but either way, that Tile company is probably gonna die because when it's using the, the Apple network, people are relying on Apple's network and no longer using the, the yeah, using Tile it. network. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's all evil. Uh, you're, tell you right, you're right, evil...
2: all big tech want to do that. All big tech want you to buy into their ecosystem, like Sony you know, with the soundbar and the telly or Samsung with the soundbar
0: and the telly. Do you know what my miss is? When we go shopping, she will make me, say I was going to buy, I don't know, a sandwich for lunch and I'm going to walk into Greg's. My missus would be like, don't go in there. We're going to find one that's a private-owned private, private uh, owned restaurant or something. Because she's so against big corporations taking control of everything and basically telling us what to do all the time. But Apple, they pissed me off massively because I went out and bought this new phone, which I didn't need to buy, just to get home. And I've got chargers all around my house where they're like the stands. So you just stand your phone in it and it charges. And when they brought out this 12, they decided that they're going to stop them all working unless you buy this new one, which is only theirs, which is like 60 quid. Now I've got these all around my house and I think that is an absolute piss take because it's not like I have to plug it in or anything. They just don't want to charge other people's objects. They don't even want other people to charge their objects. And like I had the 8 Plus and I've used it the whole time with my phone. I'd get on a computer, I just put my computer on a stand, it charges. Then I'd get home with this new one I put my thing on the stand, it starts flashing the light underneath. And I'm like, what's going on there? It's not charging. So I turn it off, turn it on, not charging. So I do a bit of research. Yeah, Apple have decided that they're not gonna let you use any third party companies items to charge your phone anymore. Um, and you have to go and buy the new charger off of them for 60 quid. So I found a way. So if anyone gets this problem, all you gotta do, yeah, switch your, and this is, this is how annoying it is. Switch your phone off, yeah, take it away from the charger, Put it back on the charger and switch it on while it's on the charger and it won't realize that it's an apple product and it'll let it charge yeah and I, that's mad that you and have I to think that's that. out of order that it does work but there's if the phone phone realizes what it is it will stop it working but if it doesn't realize what it is it'll work so it's actually been put there by apple on purpose so you have to go and buy their charger and just because of that happened, I'd rather send my phone back and lose all my music and everything just because things like that pissed me off.
2: Here endeth the first sermon about Apple.
0: <laughs> uh, Jaworker Play. On. I don't... Uh, or Jawork. I hope I get your name right, dude. Tell me how to say it properly. Um, he says he's actually in the process of making a desk myself with a PC built into it. Dude or dudette, you need to get onto our Discord because people on our Discord, is a massive PC building community and gaming community and everyone would love to see your photos of what you're doing just put them up in there and people yeah. will help um yeah. and that goes to anyone anyone that's listening or likes gaming obviously we're all pc enthusiasts if you get on our discord um you could put your pictures up you can ask questions and people will help out so uh just make sure you get on there um, yeah show us
2: some pictures you might get some great suggestions from the community and there's a lot of experience yeah. in our
0: community <laughs> trevnor says get the pitchforks out boys We're gonna mm, bleep them all up. Um, Comic says, uh, nah, his phone, iPhone 12, works with an OEM charger pod. Uh, Mine don't. My one's well annoying. It just really gets on my nerves, man. I think
2: they've sold Nick the iPhone 12 annoying plus (laughs) version.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Didn't (laughs) didn't Crapple say they don't sell chargers to save the environment? Well, they would say that, wouldn't they? Or it's not nothing to do with them making the money out of all their other products. It only works to save the environment. Oh, man. Yeah. Right, anyway, we need to crack on because like, we're an hour and 20 minutes in and uh, we haven't even got to the games yet. Go for it. Um, I'll tell you what, you could, any other news you got, we'll hold it for next, next week, yeah? So at least we get some yeah. questions in and oh, uh, some games. Right. Now, you all <laughs> remember, I was going to say that basically this week we're doing the first um gaming uh night where all the community everyone's welcome to get on and play games and it's going to be aliens fire team so what i did is i fired up this game it's on xbox game pass so it's not even like if if you haven't got xbox game pass you can literally pay one pound and you'll get the first three months um and then it goes to something like 10 quid after that but you get so many good games for free basically not for free but they feel like they're for free because they're only a pound um, anyway, we're going to be playing Aliens Fire Team, and so I jumped onto this game and had a little play and I've got to say I, it, I think it depends, if you, do you like Aliens? I know you like Aliens because you've got a Xenomorph on the back of your thingy. Do you call yeah, it Xenomorph or Xenomorph? Xenomorph? I call it Xenomorph but I've heard people say Xenomorph.
2: Xeno would be my I don't pronunciation. Discriminate. <laughs> do
0: you know what? My daughter's just started gaming over Christmas because I got her a gaming PC. Um... And basically, her, her, she's she's put Zeno as in more. Oh, no, no, she's put Morph. I won't. She, her name's but basically as an alien uh, because she loves the aliens so much. Um, I don't know why I put uh, that in there. I just felt relevant at the time. There was no reason for it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped to thought. Why did I even say that? There was no reason for that. Thank, Thank you next. for enlightening us. Yeah, yeah she next. likes aliens. <laughs> Like a bit cuckoo there. Anyway, um, tell us anyway, about the game. Yeah, so I played Aliens uh, Fire Team, and this is basically built in the Aliens world. I can't tell you the date between or or whatever because I haven't played it enough. But I've got to say, I really enjoying this game. Um, I can only describe it as you know Left for Dead. How you had? Did you play Left for Dead? You two or not? A little bit, yeah. I've dabbled.
2: No, I watched it.
0: You watched it, so you know the concept. It's four players, yeah. and you basically go through the mission running around shooting everything it's quick action game um and what i like about this more is you're going through the world of aliens and i have only done the first few levels so i can't tell you um what happens going through the different storyline um but i can tell you the thing i love about it is it's three players so you get three of your mates or two of your mates and you and you it's all about building your weapons and stuff and so like the collector in me I love it because you play through a mission, like the first one, and missions come in three sections. So first, uh first, second, and third. And then you go to a new section, and it's a whole different level. And so I've done the first three levels. But what you do is you start off with, like, a shotgun and the famous, like, rifle. You now, <sighs> I can't do the noise. It's like air. Do you know, you know what Can you do the noise? Do the noise. I can't do it. But oh, come you, on, someone did what the noise. you did there it pretty good. Nah, no, he's not gonna do. it! I, like I mean, you I just... could
1: give it a try, but it would be really bad. It'd be it was like,
0: a... oh, that was more of a wet fart.
1: I know, but a... you know,
0: How I that thought s- I'd go for it. How did that sound?
1: It sounded good.
0: Does that sound like I was right there?
1: The no, 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 I was right there on the ship. Yeah, Have but we you... turned into a depression, <laughs> shield? It was so immersive. It was yeah. like...
3: You, you for a second, you just closed Old your be... eyes and
0: you was there. The aliens were all around yeah, you.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, look, you look a bit like one too, Nick. So, yeah, you know, do, it I was easy to imagine.
0: Um, but to be fair, you know what I mean? There's that like air sort of... They've got a very unique gun sound, haven't they? Of like, like an air yeah. sort of firing. Um, and that's the gun you start with. And this whole game is built around... So if you make it to the end of the level, you unlock the next level. If you don't make it to the end of level, you and your teammates die, that's it. You lose, you get your XP, you get your unlocks for the level, and then you go back to the start and you do it again. And I think this game's heavily built on unlocking lots of guns. Uh, So you've got guns to unlock, you've got outfits, you've got loads and loads of add-ons to the guns um, and stuff like that. Um, And you basically just go through the level unlocking stuff. Uh, When you get to the next level, you start again, you get your XP, you get all your cards and stuff. And you add on to more. And it just keeps adding on and adding on. So say like me and you, Klax, are playing and we get like me and my daughter, we played. We got to level three. We died on level three. So then we had to start again from the beginning, at which point we was like, oh, I don't know if we can do that again tonight. That was intense because you get waves and waves and waves of aliens coming at you. Um, But what I really like about it is all the unlocks, no matter if you win the level or you don't win the level. It gives you XP and you unlock something and you get given like a certain amount of credits in game uh, for like your XP. So you can go and buy and upgrade the guns you want. So say us three played it for half a day. As we progressed through, Trub might have made his character look totally different. You might have done loads of add-ons to your standard guns and I might have unlocked loads of new guns, you know. And I think the whole game is built on like the whole character set. So, like, it's all about what you unlock, how you look to your player friends. So, if I go on there, like, I don't know, now till Saturday, I'll have all these different things I'll unlock. So, when you come on on Saturday, I can show off to you and go, look at this big gun I've unlocked. Or it could be like, look at my flamethrower and it's all this got gold-plated or or whatever. Do you know what I mean?
2: And does it take place in the alien universe?
0: Yeah, so it's all in the alien universe. I can't tell you which episode like which film it's right. from because i haven't played okay. it enough uh, to be fair you know i'm like i didn't take that much interest i was just wanted to shoot I, everything
2: i completed alien isolation and i thought that was just a fantastic environment and a game like you're saying and based in that environment will be fantastic i think
0: yeah and i think it's all it's solely based on playing with your friends if you're not playing like i, I played it um the first level on my own and you get like two droids and they're like bishop you know and it's i don't find it as much fun because they're running around doing their own thing and this is the sort of game where at every turn you'll get waves of aliens coming and it sort of gets you into sections so it'd be like we need to go and find such and such and it's like a doctor in the first level and you're trying to get to this doctor and you'll get into like an open area and it'll be like quick they're all coming and you can hear them the bleeps on your little radar thing and then all of a sudden they start coming out from the ceiling and out from the walls And it's like you get like boosts and crates and you'll get out like a little sentry gun and something else and you'll throw them out and you'll have a special ability. And what will happen is if you're with the droids, you're sort of like, they're just doing their own thing and you're just like doing your own thing. But if you're playing with players, it's like, right, everyone get to me now. We've got to set up, you set up one by the door, you set up one by the door, I'll set up my one in the middle. And then it'll be like, look, I'm getting overrun. And it's got the same thing as left for dead, you know, where if you die, you drop to the floor and you've got like 120 seconds for someone to come back, pick you up, and then you carry on. And it's you only lose the level when all three of you're dead. You There's keep... a
2: lot of game mechanics very similar to to Division Two. I mean, I played that with Gray and um, yeah. And, yeah. and a few others in the community, and lots of similar things. It's it's a very good format of cooperative gaming. Oh, to overcome a particular wave of whatever it is.
0: Yeah, but it's it's to be fair, it's a game. That I would only really play with other people. I wouldn't play it on my own. And it like when we play it on the game a night, it will be could you get groups of three. So what we'll do is we'll divvy everybody up into groups of three. And then we'll all we'll all start the levels at the same time. So everybody will play through the level. And then what will happen is when we get back to the lobby, then we'll switch teams around and we'll do another level with other people. You know, and that's how we sort of do it. And the thing that I find fun about it is if anyone grey was saying let's all start playing the game at the same time but i thought that weren't the best idea because if you play it beforehand and you've unlocked loads of stuff you know you're going to bring your trophies to the party so if someone turns up in the lobby and say look at my gun i've got the golden gun with the flamethrower and the grenade launcher you're all going to be like oh that's pretty cool and that's what this game's all about it's all about showing off what you've done in game and what you've achieved and it seems like the levels are just to get you to that stage you know they're just there to unlock what you need to be unlocked you know
1: right with you and gold stuff in games gold
2: ships gold guns I just, <laughs> do you know what it's just, I just know. a bling monster isn't do, you know what? Spawn- I know. <laughs> do you know what it
0: spawns yeah it spawns some like Call of Duty years ago and like whenever I think of like how to explain and unlock it's like gold gun but do you know what the funny thing is I do a lot of rollerblading with my kids and that me and, me and my son We was rollerblading past the American embassy um, near Battersea in South London, yeah? And it's like, it's a whole new modern complex of all these smooth floors and that. And you've got armed police everywhere, yeah? Anyway, Leo, he's well good at war zones. So he knows a lot of guns and the police there carry MP5s, yeah? Anyway, we're rollerblading around and we rollerblade past these two um, police and they've got these MP5s. And I said, look, Leo, he's got an MP5. And they were talking to us and I said to them, I said, look, he plays a lot of Warzone, yeah? So he knows your gun. And the two policemen turned around. One of them turned around to Leo and said, hey, look, come have a look at this. So he came over there and looked at it. And he went, yeah. He goes, I've only got to get another 60 XP and I'm going to get the golden skin on my gun. <laughs> and Leo was like, yes. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> and that was from a guy holding an MP5, like. <laughs> All the armor gear on and everything. And Leo was like, yeah, cool. Oh,
1: Should man. Did you miss the... Um the the you, the metropolitan police like they they do they are a little bit more uh, informal and have a a little bit more relaxed but if you That's see the ones you've got
0: time for him. if sorry if you see the ones with the guns nowadays though they are like SWAT team they've got a totally different outfit yeah. on they've got like the, the combat trousers it's like all the belts around their legs all the belts around their waist like they look they've got the hat you know the special hat it's like the soft hat with the squares yeah, around I... it
4: <laughs> all right yeah,
1: yeah it's not like a big old hard hat yeah
0: yeah it's pretty funny um but yeah aliens fire team has anyone got any questions they'd like to ask about it anyone in chat got a question put it in about it or if any of you guys have got a question let me know
1: i haven't got a question but i, I played it as well and it, for me it's definitely a game you play with friends it's not a, a game you play solo. what did you like about uh, it
0: did you like the? is the whole gun upgrading thing for you or do you not really care is it, see i find it hard to play with friends just to play a game because i because of my mentality i'm like what am i getting out of this and if you say oh you got unlock sound at the end i'll be like All "Right." i mean if you say nothing we're just playing for fun nick shooting things i'll be like oh this is wasting my time
1: <laughs> i'm similar i come from like i, I grew up playing mmos right like Warcraft. yeah by reward um <laughs> so i like everything that i'm doing to contribute to something i i i find that i get not a lot of motivation when um you know you, you you die and you start at the beginning again like i heard yeah, a lot of great things about yeah like hades I've not now that game's won awards i was told to play it and it was a beautiful game but like i you know i kept messing up and get, and going back have to you ever the played day or year. billions no no no, no. but it's if like it, if
0: it's like anything like
1: that i i can't it's get it. it's like into you play for a solid
0: I, three hours just to it's a yes or no at the end to win or lose Oh and no, I'm depressed. Watch your world crumble in front of you.
1: i <laughs> I'm, um, um, I get. I'm like, what have I just spent the last three hours doing? It's not contributed to anything. I haven't got anything yeah. out of it.
0: And you feel like, you feel like that could have gone towards the doing something. Yeah, exactly. I, Oh, go on, you
2: know, To me, the attraction is not the bling. To me, the you know, or upgrading. Okay, better weapons mean better, you know, better skills and and so on. But to me the attraction is going into a room a virtual room with other people and saying right we've got to try and beat whatever the, the, the strategy is of uh, the attacking force and saying you go over there you do that you do that that cooperative bit is what i think is is gets you that's why the division 2 lobby yeah. in our in our group stayed for so long
0: i think that's cuz you're an old school gamer though you know you've played oh, definitely the games. that you've played the games from the beginning where do you know what i i've gone back to some of my old games from years ago um i'll even be honest even like with transport tycoon which i've loved as a kid i went back to that and i just like i know where this is going and i just i just felt like i'm enjoying it but i could be doing something else right now and i'm looking around thinking i want to play it but i know the buildings are going to grow i know that my train's going to grow and then in the end i'm like i can't be doing this and i have to get off because it's like times have changed you know when you used to play a nintendo game you played that game over and over and over and, and then when you achieved it you was like, Man, I achieved it I, mean, I just completed I just completed Sonic two You know, like it was a big achievement. Nowadays you're like, I can't be bothered. What am I getting out of this? I ain't got no yeah. gold Sonic <laughs> yeah. That's uh, why um,
1: remasters are getting really popular, right? Like they're building old games from the ground up and republishing yeah. them and they're really resonating with the game. I've played a um did you complete it oh
0: did you get yeah, off the yeah, first level you... before you went ah oh, I've played this before <laughs>
1: I've, <laughs> I've just um <laughs> dipped into Demon Souls the remaster of that um absolutely
0: loving it but um but yeah really um just some comments uh, comic Glan says you know he's definitely going to have golden guns by saturday guys just warning you lol <laughs> definitely I don't even know if you can get a golden gun in that game uh trev's like yeah you know, white is like cockney wide boy, <laughs> wide boy. <laughs> i've heard that for ages <laughs> wide boy equality <laughs> um question for you though how are you finding final fantasy 4 in klaxon because comics heavily invested and he said to me yeah i love the game so much i have to get on the day before because i still can't get into a game because the queue so big
2: oh yeah he did to me as well
0: yeah i'm
1: I'm loving it. Like I I tell you every week and I've just told you and I'll tell you again, I'm, I come from WoW, right? Which is very intense when it comes to an MMO. And I'm. it's definitely slower than WoW, which I enjoy and probably aligns quite nicely with getting older and not having the response time and maybe the memory I had before. So I'm loving it. Um, I'm just trying to slow down a bit because I know Final Fantasy XIV is all about the story and immersing yourself in that and i do find i can be a little bit impatient and just want to level up and yeah um build up my gear so i'm trying to
0: i just think of pokemon in them final fantasies from years ago where you've got your five characters standing there just doing this and it's like you have to press a button to make them do a move it's not like that
1: (laughs) well they still have some of those but um but yeah because there's Final Fantasy is like a big franchise, right? Like, yeah. they've, they've just... Well, they've announced last year that they're um, going to release 16 soon. um And they just remade, I think, 7. But I'm sure Comic will correct me. Um, but don't you feel like yeah. if you've done
0: 14 for so long, put all that effort in just for a new one to come out. What's that? Will it, will it carry across? Um... Don't you feel like if there's a new one coming out, you just feel like you've wasted your time?
1: No, because they're a different universe. Like there's a there's a universe, but there's like um, different worlds and different stories and narratives. Um, some of them are loosely connected. Um, I just find it so hard.
2: It, it seems to me that if you buy into an a game world. And you like that. And you don't know. You can't say why you like it. You just do. You believe in that world. You invest in it, Nick, and they'll play the next one and the next one. I mean, how many people did that with Call of Duty
0: universe? Yeah, but that's what I was about to say. That's what I hated. What I hate, like, I love Warzone because Warzone's continuous. You, you, un- <laughs> I'm not golden gun. Attention,
2: people! rant in
0: for me. <laughs> yeah, there, rant we in for me. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Golden for me. outfit. No golden like, gun. If you look at Warzone, <laughs> what they've done is, as they bring a new Call of Duty out, I hate the fact they bring a new one out every year and it's seventy quid. I think that's a joke and it's a lot of money. Um, but they do it because people buy it. But what I do like is, is that they bring the Call of Duty out now that's seventy quid. But then the guns and certain parts of that will go into Warzone, the free to play, so you can still play the games of it. But with that there's a continuous factor where it's going into one pot where you can carry on playing with that stuff but like i don't know it's like final fantasy 14 that's the equivalent of me playing elite at the moment but if they brought out an elite two if my stuff didn't carry across i I probably wouldn't go i'd be like i'm too i've lost too much effort here like even if it was like you carried across your history and stats and your stats was on your stats board but you started in a fresh game or something like that you know but just come, to, on nick,
2: come on nick what would if you could take your golden gun with you
0: then i'd definitely be there <laughs> do you know what i was and amazed in, in Warzone when they brought out the golden guns that then they brought out like the rainbow guns and then they brought out the obsidian guns which are made of stone i never got one though it's never good enough i have to get leo to play for me <laughs> I'll, get you, I'll get your credit card out yeah um, magic gaming's got a question for you he said have you heard of uh ascension based on wow client private servers nope No, uh, i uh, no i never played on private <laughs> servers that was that was an uh, answer wasn't it? no <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just being honest I'm not, I'm not
1: gonna i'm not gonna bullshit you. <laughs> like uh i i've heard of it um a lot of people loved the base game and didn't love the um the expansions and what they did to change the game so I know that people played on older versions on private servers. Yeah, see I've never played it.
4: No, well
1: I I loved it. I but I think Trub made a really good point earlier, like it is all about the the world and the story and immersing yourself with it and I do like when they build different games around the
0: universe. Obviously it's obviously it's a massive multiplayer but is it based on playing with friends or is it more based on you doing what you really want to do and other people are in that world doing what they want to do around what you're doing? Or is it like you have to work with other people to get further?
1: It, it used to be when, when WoW first came out, you had to rely on your community. No, not World of Warcraft. Was actually, I'm
0: talking about Final Fantasy.
1: Or even Final Fantasy. like um, They've built features into the, the game over the years where you can like find parties online. Yeah. So you can find random people and they made it a lot easier for, for solo people um connecting with the game. But there's there's so many game mechanics within it. Like you you know, some people there's to begin with you've got like player versus environment, you've then you've got player versus player, which are very two different ways of playing the game. Then you've got um like trade in and gather in and creating but stuff. But do you
0: find when you play this game? Because I'm I, honestly, obviously, I've got a community. Obviously, I run an extreme PC UK community. So for me, I couldn't answer this question. But <laughs> do you? That's questionable. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> but how well <laughs> you do it is questionable. Yeah. But um, what I was going to ask is, is for me personally, I've always got people to play with online, and I couldn't imagine going into a game and relying on meeting different people every day who I don't know to play with. I don't know if I'd find that fun. And is is that the way it is? Do you, like, get on your computer and go, I'm going to play Final Fantasy, and then bang, bang, bang. Oh, hi, hi mate. What's your name? Bob from America.
1: I don't mind it, because you don't really interact with them that much. Oh, you don't have Um, full-scale
0: conversations.
1: Yeah, and they've they've also... A lot of companies are doing... A lot of um, MMOs are building this into their platforms now. And I also noticed my PlayStation was doing this recently, where... um, to stop kind of players coming in and ruining things yeah. they actually have these systems built in now where you can rate other people and get other people awards oh right so um, when you speak to
0: someone you can see how well they've progressed from the start yeah it's players. almost like... like some in-game
1: that's social... a good idea actually yeah yeah i kind of like it but to answer your question like i, I dabble in both worlds like I've got some friends here that I play online with. I play online with you guys, and then sometimes some nights I just want to play on my own. What, on a PlayStation? And I don't want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wish I like. I, I'm never going to live that down, right? That's going to be the nah, podcast. you said that the in the wrong month. place
0: at the wrong time. Wrong, all rounder.
1: I know, but I just wanted to be honest with everyone. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'd be you living like a double life them. if I didn't open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be a bit like I'm on a PC podcast. Did you? Did you?
0: Was you unwrap in the box, and as the PlayStation sign came out? you went quick cover the cameras
1: (laughs) no the 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 playstation buying experience was nothing like that it was more like i got a notification on my phone i lapped up and brought it straight away (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it was much more stressful than like and you know what it's like at this age like every time you when you're opening your christmas presents you're often opening presents that you kind of
0: know what they are well go, i say to my missus don't ever yeah. buy me a present just let, allow me to buy what i want to buy with my own money and then it's normally something expensive <laughs> yeah like a 75 inch tv <laughs> yeah. yeah no well i sold that as theirs i sold that as theirs i, was, I bought this for the family. It's in the front room <laughs> uh, yeah. everyone goes to bed
2: <laughs> i think going back to the knob of the question you were just saying there, and i come from the flight sim community a lot yes you can play it on your own you get to a level of skill playing on your own and then you go into random servers and fly against other people and get, you, and get you shot out of the sky. But it really takes off when you get a group of people that you can cooperate with and say, right, yeah. let's take off together. Can you see somebody over there? And so on and so forth. That, that's when it really takes off.
0: Yeah. No point well, intended. Do you know what the, the crazy thing is with Trub is, is when he says, um, and I don't know if you would want to do it right now, Trubb. Um, you can if you want, but I won't put you in the spotlight if he showed you his setup that he's got when he says he gets online with a lot of other pilots he's in some real deep piloting communities like he's got full setup he's he's sitting in the front of a plane right now and literally he gets onto very um what's the word for it when it's that serious um proper role play where he has to talk like he's a proper pilot he has to do everything like a proper pilot and he goes into battles where if he gets shot out of the sky, because he was the other day, I thought it was hilarious when you came on well frustrated. Gets onto Discord, he's like, oh, what a bad day. Bro. I was flying with the group, got shot down straight away, had to sit out for an hour and watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: he says, I've done it last time. Last week, the same thing happened, and it happened this week as well. That's like two weeks where I haven't done no flying time because I got shot down straight away. Um, but if you're up for it, uh, Trub. But feel free to on your camera to, to show off why we carry on your setup. Yeah,
2: I um, can do it. And you. I'll describe not, it,
0: it to everybody.
2: Well, it's not not a full-size cockpit, but I can show it's you a little enough. bit.
0: Um, and Gray, uh, um, I don't know. Gray's listening now. But I don't know. Gray, right I've set see. it up. So if you did want to jump in with us, Gray, you're more than welcome to just jump in and it will test my cameras to see if I've set them up good enough that you can jump in and out of the stream now. Because from now on, I'm going to do it like this because it works well for getting people in and out. Um so if you want to jump in, Grey, jump in.
2: Okay, I'm gonna have to switch you, this back up. We'll have to switch off,
0: the so. uh, futuristic floating in the sky off. And then Stand by one second. And then what yep. we we'll do is we'll uh, we'll <laughs> let <looks> him like... <laughs> he disappeared into the purpleness of that futuristic <laughs> background. Um for anyone just uh, there you go. Look, so for anyone um listening, he's got like proper cockpit setup buttons. I'll let you tell us what it is, Trub.
2: Crikey, Moses! Well, th- th- there's just a a, a, th- a standard throttle here called the Thrustmaster throttle. Um, Some switch panel that I have built myself. Um, there's a little tablet there that acts as a map. You know, you can pull up the map. Yeah. A load of switches. Wow, there's so, so switch many switches panel there.
0: there. I'd get so annoyed with that. Wow. There's probably a hundred. If you're just listening, there's probably a, a there's probably a couple of hundred buttons there, isn't there? And I thought my stream that deck key... was good enough. That keyboard looked like a till from Tesco's.
2: That's a programmable <laughs> keyboard. Yeah, it is okay. exactly. It's programmable.
0: <laughs> what you do is you cut out the little stickers and you stick them underneath the keycaps. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Exactly <laughs> Two what cool
2: <laughs> Yeah. So it says, you know, a Big Mac and fries, except I've reprogrammed yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it. To do all sorts of things. Um, these are sort of things that you get in, um, it's a replica of something you get in military aircraft. Um there should be a little screen behind them. Okay. Each button you press does a certain job. Um so I've got that. And then uh a joystick. Um I've also got uh, a radio panel there, another radio panel there, but it's not particularly neat or anything. With the and radio I've got panels
0: are, Yeah, but well, when you get in a military plane, it's not neat. But with the radio panels, are they real radios that you talk to people on a radio?
2: Um, well, if you don't dial in the right frequency, the game doesn't record. You can you can oh, be really? talking on your mic; nobody can hear you.
0: Oh right, so yeah, that's wired up so that when you turn the frequency on the radio, you go to different people.
2: Correct. Yeah, that's
0: crazy, ain't it?
2: Well, it's, it's how it is, really. That's how the flight sim community Man, works. Please and don't th- ever this me up. Not... And say,
0: can you come and set my computer up?
2: This is not <laughs> a particularly good pit, I tell you. Really?
0: Absolutely it's, not. No. It's good enough to me. I wouldn't want to fly in it.
1: I got really into flight sim a few years ago and I um, ended up going down a bit of a uh, treasure trove online and I was looking at like full flight simmers um, setups and it's a it's a big community like there are a lot of people out there and there are companies that build modular systems where you can actually attach all of this gear to your chair yeah Um, i I was quite amazed it's quite
0: funny because i was actually talking um about all the gear stuck to the chair today because um with the streamers and everything i'm doing for the streamer zone uh someone wants to bring a whole a whole setup and the chair i said to him like look the chairs are sponsored and he's like well yeah but the chair you've got to bring it it's part of my setup and i was like all right then cool so I don't know what he's going to bring. And if you see me rolling backwards and forwards like this, it's because I've got rollerblade wheels on my chair and they just don't want to go the way I want them to. So I feel like I'm an inch over that way when I should be over this way. But right, let's crack on. That is an amazing setup. Whether it's uh, an older setup or it's all been handmade, Trub, it still looks pretty cool, man. Do you know oh, what? Good, if I was mate. drunk and, I knocked and you took me in your house and you said, I'm going to fly you to the Amazon... I would literally <laughs> think I'd got into one of them old-fashioned planes with the chickens in and that in the back, you know. It <laughs> Just yeah. throws me in the <laughs> shed. I think I'm in a plane. <laughs> but yeah, right. Let's um. Good let's... stuff. It is good. It is good. Let's uh, crack on. A lot of people were very impressed with that in the chat. Um, so where did we get up to? So right, claxon uh, what have you been playing, dude? I just mentioned one
1: because I've got we're. we're pretty not good for time and we've got lots of loads of questions to answer but i've i've been playing a little um indie action rpg recently called death's door okay um, i'm not sure if anyone else has played it um but been having really good fun essentially you you play as a crow this like little crow um and the idea is you're kind of a bit of a grim reaper the idea is that you um, you go around into different levels and you you basically go and grab and kill enemies and grab their souls and then you take their souls back to a little bank and in return like for the souls, you you get <laughs> yeah <laughs> no comment um <laughs> but yeah it's, it's on it's on um it's on discount now i think it's been out quite a long time um but highly recommend um i've Do been want... having a, 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 a lot of a lot of love with it oh here he is oh here he is sorry
0: hey! uh, everyone listening Old Grey Gamers just turned up. Hope everything's cool, Grey. Grey, how do you like work? the setup, dude? Look.
3: Wait, let me go, let me look at it again because I wasn't sure if it was going to work like you
0: said. Oh, it worked good. Yeah. So now um, oh, people right. can jump in and out live anytime and it's going to look like that every time. It looks amazing. Wow. Shemazing. It
3: does look good. Remember how much trouble we always used to have? Oh, yeah. You Are, you gray? Go, Are you impressed, Grey? Are you impressed?
0: Very impressed. To everyone just listening because they can't see it, if you ever want to see what's going on, all you got to do is come into Twitch um, TV and go to Extreme PC UK and you can literally watch the live podcast and you can actually get in the chat and we'll actually read out your names and stuff and get you in so you can be on the podcast essentially. Um, but what I've done for people that can't see it and are just listening, we used to have it where the whole of the stream was in boxes and I would have to do all the cameras and everything like that. And then today I had this really bright idea just to cut out where all the cameras are and let them change on their own. So they never go outside this box. So even if it's just me on my own and there's none of you there, I'll be full screen. Or I could even, do you know what? Just to show off, watch this. So if I click gray, he'll go like that. But then when someone else talks, it'll be them full screen. And we can just switch backwards and forwards to when people are speaking, <laughs> which is pretty cool. When, it's the, the future. If, you can see. see a, they want to see if it's even bigger so they can see all the hair we're losing. Right, so what <laughs> what should happen now is... Uh, Oh, it's meant to switch, but it's not switching. Never mind. But yeah, Uh we can do it so it switches (laughs) to whoever's talking. Um, And the good thing about this is, um, people can see our names because they're on the bottom of the the screen, um, and they can see when we're talking because there's a yellow green light around it. But right, let's crack on. Gray's here. Um, Claxon was just talking about Death's Door and and little pigeons.
3: Huh? (laughs) Don't
1: diminish (laughs) them.
3: Is that a game or somebody you're talking about?
1: Yeah, so I was talking about a little uh, indie game I've been playing. It's been a bit, been like a bit of a palate cleanser between other games, where I get to just play alone.
3: Yeah. I... Uh, by, by the way, just to interrupt for a second. They want to know why I'm not wearing my extreme PCK, PC UK t-shirt. It's because I run li- in. Because I literally just ran in and sat at the camera and, and just said, "Okay, I'll get everything ready." So, so yeah. Oh,
0: I forgot time. as well. Claxis, did you want to say any more about that game, or you were good?
1: I think we've got loads of questions, so it's good yeah, time. Yeah, so we've got loads for, of questions, but there is one game on I
0: wanted to talk about quickly that I just totally skipped by. Um, is it Elite? No, you haven't and that's it, why I want to talk podcast. about it, because I haven't played a game for so long. <laughs> when I played this game, I was like, I'm going to be so excited to tell people i played a game lately. Um, But I've played a game off of Xbox Game Pass called Before We Leave. Has anyone played this? Heard about it. No. So Before We Leave um, is a strategy game And it's basically, remember Populous? Remember Populous? We had the world, the 3D world. Oh, yeah.
2: Feature, mind you.
0: Yeah. So it's a bit like that, but a newer version. So you start off on this map, and uh, basically, the backstory is that there was some kind of apocalypse, and the people went underground. And then when you start the game, there's a little plate where they're all in the ground, and you get a couple of people come out, and it's basically a city uh, building game. And it's very chilled. It's really nice. The artwork's really good. And it's basically you come out the ground, you start with one person and you build a little house and then you'll build a quarry and you'll build like all yep. these different components. And the basic idea of it is that you build your technology up and there's a massive tech tree and you build your technology all the way up to the point where you get on a spaceship and you get to the point where you go off on a spaceship. Um, and do you know what? I played this game for a couple of days and I played it at the same time as my missus was playing it and we really enjoyed it. It's got a tutorial that takes you through the whole first section of the game. And the, what I like about it is when you complete the game, essentially, you get on your rocket ship and you fly off, but then you go to different planets and you can basically start again on another planet. Um, and the game's like got such in-depth with the whole exploring. Because normally when you do, like say, um, SimCity or any kind of game like that, You just have your map and you just build it, don't you? And when you get to the edges of it, it's sort of like that's it. But what happens in this is you build up um, where you start and then it will be like you get to the point where you're building generators and you need oil and you need oil to turn into electronics and stuff like that. But what it does is, which is quite good, is you have to get to the point where you build boats for people to go and travel. And what you do is you build um, build a dock... You'll build these boats and every time you're building these, you're looking for resources and you're moving resources about. And what I really liked about it was when you go to a different continent, like on your boat, it will unlock like a whole new area. So it'll be like all trees and that and the next area might be desert. But when you get there, it's all different components and natural resources that you have to start setting up ships for, for sending stuff to different continents. So if I'm on planet one and I'm on one area, that'll be, you can name that area, but then I'm on planet one and I go to another area, it'd be a different continent, you'll name that different. And you have to build shipping departments to send your stuff back to and from different places. So like if I research on the first place, it'll be a red research. If I research on the next place, it'll be a green research. But like then to unlock a school, you might need to have 10 red and 50 green. So you have to actually start trading stuff between your ports in order to get that stuff. And what happens is as it goes on, it gets really complex with like this island, that island, this island, and all your bits are going backwards and forwards, and the tech tree's massive, and you've got loads of stuff going on. And if you like micromanaging and stuff like that, this game is like satisfactory, um, Commander Sir. And basically it's all top-down, and it's really nice the way you can move the world about. It just spins round. You can zoom in and zoom out. Um, and so you start off by building on the continent, then you move to other continents, then you get this spaceship going, it takes you off into space, and then you can move to different planets and stuff, and do you know what, I found it one of them games, you know like you said, you just want, sometimes you want to switch off, you want to play on your own, and you just want to turn the lights off, and you just want to like, just play and chill, and get really stuck into something, and I'll be honest, it's the first game I've got stuck into like this, since Rimworld, and I actually loved Rimworld, it's an amazing game, um, and the thing is, the game's fifteen ninety nine, but if you get it on Xbox Game Pass, it, it's like literally you get it for a pound for three months. But like I don't know if it's a strategy game. I don't know if you boys would like it, because you don't really you're not into really strategy, are you? I am. I'd probably oh, like it. I dabble in it for sure. I
3: like RTS. I always like RTS.
0: Uh Trouble, I think you might be muted. Oh definitely yeah. muted. <laughs> <We're not there. laughs> right, why you... it's all them buttons you pressed on that space flight. He tried to turn down the radio controller tower, didn't he? Did radio you guys, controller uh, tower.
3: Speaking of Game Pass, I, and I'm late, so I apologize, but did you guys get the word about the uh, Ubisoft Plus going to Xbox?
0: Oh, yeah. But I reckon the price um, is going to go up. I
3: don't mind if it goes up. I was, I'm waiting for that to happen. Now, they didn't say specifically whether it was coming to Game Pass. It says it's coming to Xbox, so... I don't know, mm. but if it's coming to Xbox, it'll come to Game Pass. I mean, that's gonna happen. You hope, but I'm I'm excited because that was the last of the big ones to actually come over. They've had EA, they've
0: had. But they yeah, I'll be, the bon- I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Bon- yeah, with I'll EA, be um, out of two of two or four of my computers I've got in this house, two of them I don't know what it is. I can't install the games from EA. When you open it on Xbox, it takes you into the EA launcher. Everything's right. logged in, alright, and then it just says like. It says uh, it's got a button, and it says click this button to be taken to somewhere else to get the game. Oh,
3: I know what that is. There's a separate launcher. Don't ask me why, but there's a separate launcher you have to launch for the EA games, which still still connected to, to PC Game Pass. But you have to launch the EA games through that separate launcher. I know what you're yeah, talking.
0: Yeah, but the thing about. that's weird is when I click the game on Xbox, it takes me to that launcher, and then it doesn't work.
3: Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, because mine's a, mine is the way it was set up because I had the same problem. Is a separate launcher i actually double click a separate special launcher that's hooked into what you log into it
0: you connect it to xbox and then you use the extra launcher and
3: then and then i go to the separate icon for the launcher and it launches then i play the game and it works all right i mean that's i mean that may be what's going on with you (laughs)
1: Their their launcher is super buggy right now technically it's a beta it's called ea EA pro you can get around it by installing their old launcher which is called i believe called ea origin
0: yeah oh Uh, yeah that way it's funny because comic clan just put oops i left a box of quality street on top of my computer and now they're all melted i'm not being funny (laughs) in my house if you left a box of quality street on top of a computer you get your ass whooped like other day i came in and i found a glass of water on top of one of my computers i absolutely hit the roof full glass of water to the top just on the computer I was like, "Who's, yeah, who's left is uh, here? Who's left is here?" Right, you're ending the computer. That's for wild.
2: Me. <laughs> my monitor's only as thin as a matchbox. How's he balance Whole Quality Street on top of it? No, on his computer box and the computer.
3: His monitor. On his monitor, <laughs> his he's balanced. He's in poltergeist, you yeah. know, with all the chairs in the kitchen. Yeah, it's not a wizardry.
0: <laughs> I would
3: love to see. I would love to see if you could do that on top of a monitor. That'd be interesting. Coming I would want to see that. You literally could on the old CRTs. I mean, you yeah. can just sit there and just drop drive. Yeah, they it right slide off the, the back, no now, wouldn't they? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should give Wait yourself a are the uh, picking them up,
2: those monitors.
3: <laughs> i'll go with those oh, monitors. Uh, Magic Gaming says, heavy. I've
0: been using Origin for the uh Battlefield due to bugs on the new beta. Um, EA app. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, if they're gonna do these things, they need to fix it because the first thing I thought is I'm gonna cancel Xbox Game Pass because if it's not gonna work them games and and I can't be bothered to deal with it, one thing I haven't got time for is to do something that's new and then have to find workarounds to do it. I find that highly annoying when I'm paying to do something, you know?
1: Yeah, but these launchers now, they're not just launching and installing games, they're connecting with add ons, they're <laughs> yeah, social they're taking integrations. down all your details, they're working on your camera
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> And EA, I, I, their launcher's just, not ready, but all of the money that they drive from that new launcher is is worth the noise that they're getting about it not working.
3: Yeah. Go on, Brad, I can my, see you itching there. <laughs> my separate thing is called EA Desktop. That's my separate thing that I have to open up to play the EA game while it's okay going so if xbox. i
0: check i'll check tomorrow on there for ea desktop and just see if i'll let you know if it works out next week
3: yeah i mean it, it worked for me but i only did it once or twice so i don't know um but even if even if the pc game pass goes up to 12 dollars, I, I would even probably still stick with it at 15 if they have, the, actually add ubisoft what's the difference
0: in the price for us and for you over there because i thought I um months. the xbox game pass is 10.99 is it here
3: I don't know about over there, but here it's $10. The gold 10 one. The gold version is, yes. I, I pay 10 ten USD a month for what they call PC Game Pass now. They change the name. Oh, I'll have
0: to check and see how much um, I'm paying. I know I'm paying a lot because I'm paying it for five computers now.
3: But if they put Ubisoft over there, they're not going to raise the price right away. But even if they were to raise it a little bit, I would pay it. Because now you've got virtually almost every major manufacturer, either they have a deal with or they
0: bought, all in the same place. And that's perfect.
3: So now I just pay my 10 bucks a month and I've got them all. Right, I've much. got a
0: question for you all then. Do you think it's now a steam killer? Well, it's certainly oh, formidable, isn't it? I'll tell you what, the only thing that they've got over them is the workshop. Yes, yes, you're yeah. right.
3: Yeah.
2: There's a big but community. But
0: but I wonder, do you, knowing that, do
3: you think Microsoft's already working on that? No. Nah, I, I don't oh, I don't yeah. think they've got the
0: time or the effort to work on that and I don't think no? they care. Right. I yeah. think they just think get the games out of there, leave it third party. Why are they going to start working on when True. you open up when you open up something like the workshop for people? That's a whole next level of being involved, you know. You yeah. need to have people yeah. on on site for setting up getting it all working like you're working with third party companies it's not just like that that company's building the game giving it to you you've then got to talk to people you know it's it's so much more involved i don't think they would even bother to do it yeah i think i think they're gonna go for the sure money and that's what they're doing right now i think individually the game could always come through ea or xbox and then in game they allow you to upload for that game do you know what i mean but why would they do it through them? I couldn't see it happening. And I know Steam's holding on to a lot of people due to that because people, like if you look at like, Dying Light, it's a game which is heavily modded. If you look at yeah. Armour 3, heavily modded. Armour 3, yeah. You know, and... But then again, I'll be honest with you, Armour 3, when I've played that and I've used mods, I don't use Steam to get the mods because the, the doing it through Steam is very buggy what you do is you download this program called armor um, something i can't remember what it's called um uh i can't think of what it's called but what it does is on steam you can just tick the little ticks and it will download it but what this does is it will give you say i say i want to play um a modded version of a complete game so like, like antastasy which is a whole new game it's been all rebuilt for antastasy you need something like a 100 mods but what this new launcher does is you click Anastasi and it shows you a list of all the mods needed and you can bulk download them. So it downloads everything and puts them all into packs, puts them all in the right order. Because when you when you do modded stuff in games, you'll notice probably if you've done Skyrim, you have to put them in order that they work in. Because if you put one yeah. above the other one, it yeah. can break the game very easily. That's true, yeah. Um yeah. and what this launcher does with um Armor Free is it puts them all into the right order. It puts them the way the developer designed it. And so you get the raw form how he got it. So you don't get any mistakes. But if you know, if you do it through Steam yourself, you're looking through going, oh, I need this weapon pack. Oh, I need this armor pack. And then you're just putting them in and they're all getting muddled up and it's all getting very messy,
1: you know?
3: Yeah.
0: Um, there are already think-
1: um, third-party companies that do this. So all Microsoft have to do is buy one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Twitch Twi- Twitch actually owned one. Um they brought one a few years ago um for some of the MMOs that are highly um where you customize the UI. And like you said, Nick, it organizes it nicely. It also yeah. auto update updates them so when the game updates, the mods update. Yeah, and when the developer So up. technically Microsoft don't have to build it, they just need to buy one of these companies. Twitch have That's done what, it. Yeah. That's um, what has Microsoft plays. has been
3: you know what they should buy then if that's the case then they should buy nexus because nexus is an awfully big mod place if they oh, were yeah. to buy them they would probably yeah. that probably be all they'd have to do yeah it all makes it me wonder right what it was going, called
2: going back to xbox nick it's 10.99 if you want it on pc and xbox and 7.99 if you only want it on pc oh, so i've
0: got the 7.99 yeah so that probably does work out to ten dollars then exactly but if you have a tesco yeah. club card card you get it for a pound
1: not I... No, I'm. Am I the only? I'm in Canada, and I've seen all those memes about the uh the Bailey's. <laughs> he said Tesco. that and everyone was like, "What? Did no one get that?" Okay, you You the, uh, the, the, Someone help the me the out, comments. who's watching about the the Bailey's <laughs> and the club card. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I'll but is the te- is the is the Tesco special a dollar forever or just for the three months? No, there was it? this meme. Over He's joking. Over Don't listen to yeah. him, people. Um, yeah, that's my He's that's come my on in. No, I'm not actually joking. But... conflicting
0: information. Right, everyone, the podcast we just dropped out internet. So whatever we were talking about just a second ago, that was now 20 minutes ago. But we're gonna carry on <laughs> anyway because that's what we're like. Um, right, let's just carry on. I we think it was Gray. Gray broke it. He Gray turned carry up and on. broke. That's right. I pushed the red button. <laughs> that was the end of that right
3: well, we could always go on to questions and stuff or well we whatever. are getting quite far on stuff.
0: so um what we'll do is um like i said there is going to be the gaming night for the community that's going to be saturday the 8th of january at 9 p.m i had to get my notes back up right at the top there everything's gone a bit skew with um so we want to see everybody join up for that um right let's get into some questions then yeah i don't know if trub's yep. is trub frozen again I think no, I'm no, not. He's good. He's good. Is there? Do you know what? It really seems like you lot just need to keep moving a bit because, like, I don't know what's I'm going gonna... on here. <laughs> I'm gonna do this <laughs> every two seconds. Everyone's freezing. <laughs> 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 uh, it's quite funny. <laughs> you do look actually frozen. Question time. Oh man! Right, what I'm gonna do is do it the same as normal. I'm gonna read out the uh, questions and then we can. We're all swaying now, like this. I'm gonna read out the questions <laughs> and then we'll go from there. So the first one's from Cider Bob. Uh, and I want to say thank you, Cider Bob, for them bits earlier on. I did see them. Um, just the chat was going on, so I couldn't say thank you, but I just reminded myself now. Um, if you could be a robot for a day, which one would it be and why? I'm going first. Okay, so go if I then. could be a robot for day for the day, it would be the grey robot that we're bringing to the show with us <laughs> just because I'd like to walk around saying, ha, I'm great Gamer 25, over did, and over again. You... Grey, I'm not being funny. You weren't here for the beginning of the podcast i, I know, saw your I notes about your robot and i didn't know we have to talk about it or not but we did talk about it and good man was it funny we've had some yeah, funny yeah. thoughts about you going around the show saying that to i'm everyone. going back
3: and watch this uh, uh, later tomorrow you'll have to text me, you'll text yeah. me
0: later on so like, i can't believe you said that man <laughs> um but nah, nothing bad was said but it was well funny um, i can't wait i think it's gonna be it's gonna be
3: hilarious it's gonna be great so what, gray, what would think... you be gray well, there's only one robot to be, and that would have to be the the new robot on the new Lost in Space. You got to be that robot. That oh, well, robot. I have not seen it yet,
0: so you can't say nothing.
3: No, yeah. no, I won't. But that robot's pretty badass. I mean, no, no doubt about it. So that would be the best. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it now. He's What's huge. You? He can do, he, he watching, can do because a. Because trans- I started
0: watching The Expanse. Now I've got that. Oh to watch God, as is well. it good?
3: It's so good. Expanse is so good. Really? Just just be patient through the first. I would say half of the first season. It's going to be a little bit kind of like, whoa, what's going on? And then it gets it gets so good. What's that,
2: Trump? He's gone off. He's gone off
3: on a tangent. Stick to the question. <laughs> tangent. We're we are tangent people around here. Okay, so I'm the robot from the new Lost in Space. He's the best. He's huge. He can transform and all this
0: stuff. All right, well, that was so that, that was a big, big. pretty basic. Claxon, what would you be? Well, you don't realize, Claxon is a robot.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'm malfunctioning.
0: <laughs> uh, Danger! World, I, wow, that was yeah. the most that was the most boringest I'm malfunction. So
3: bored. Um, I'm not you. really claxon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking about the robots that I've seen in films and stuff. Like, I kind of like Wally but maybe I like Wally the film. Oh, Wally's cool. Um, yeah. He does. He does literally just. Take trash and put make it into a cube.
0: Yeah, but he does it good. He does <laughs> it good though. To be fair, that's right.
1: He does like it does it good. Yeah. Wow. I like Wally. He's got a good personality. And his, and his girlfriend, <laughs> Eva. <laughs> that's right. Eva.
3: Yeah. Eva's the one that's kind of slick, but the two of them are going to get the get along. Yeah. So, uh,
1: you supported me there. I was I thought it was going to be like a controversial choice, but no. Yep. Oh no, I, I, I do like it.
0: Wally. I watch it with the kids a lot. Love it. Yeah. And tree. Yeah. she takes a tree everywhere. Ever. Go on, Trub, What are you going to be? Well, I'd have to be the only robot that
2: made me laugh all those years ago, which was Marvin, the paranoid android. Oh
0: yeah,
2: the <laughs> guy to the galaxy, you know, and he goes, "Oh, yep. don't ask me to open the door. I've got a brain the size of a planet. Call that job <laughs> satisfaction? <or> I don't?" <laughs> what was he that is off of?
3: Marvin, Hitchhires Marvin Hitchhires is... the guy
0: to the galaxy. I've never seen that.
3: Well, oh, well. the original, the the, the first six half-hour shows yeah. that originally came out in the eighties. Marvin was the paranoid or, de- or depressed robot. That's all he ever did. He sounded just yeah. like Trubb. He had oh, real
4: personality. do I
3: have to he do that? He was a depressed robot, paranoid android Marvin. That's, that's people... me. They would they would always ask him to do something. We would just go, "Do I really have to do that? I can't do that. I don't want." <laughs> and he just and it was he was great. He was good. That's a
0: good put. That's um, a good choice. Oh, Trev said, "Got to be Johnny Five alive." We've already said that. Oh, hi, Johnny Five's that. A good call. We said that about Gray. That's yeah. gonna be him. Um, but yeah Trev just said I love the Expanse getting uh, the Rossi ship if I I don't know if I pronounce that right uh, Rossi ship model Ross, yeah. when it launches in March and the funny thing is Trev mm, the reason yeah. why I started watching the Expanse is because I saw an advert and it said uh, on on the actual advert of it it said uh, due to popular demand we're now bringing out all the ships as models because everybody's been asking us about it and I saw these mm. ships and I was like they look pretty cool and that's what got that's what's got me into watching the expanse because i like the idea of all the different ships and stuff do, yeah, they, the do they do a gold one
2: do they do a gold ship
0: <laughs> you have to have a gold <laughs> do you know what? version do you know what i've got the model over there that i made didn't i of um the caterpillar in star citizen yeah. and when i first painted it i was like hmm should i paint it all detailed like the original or should i just get it, like gold dipped and plated so it's all like proper gold Sorry, I Star think...
2: what? Star what? Sorry? What game is that?
0: Sorry. Star Citizen. I thought you were going to say Star Wars. I was like, no, it's not Star Wars. He knows the game. He's anyway, Mandalorian's better than Star Wars. Yes, hey, right. hey Boba go. Fett, go
3: Boba Fett's been good. I just watched the second episode. No spoilers.
0: Yeah, I thought but it was pretty good.
3: It's, it's rolling along.
0: I like it. I don't think it's on the same level, though.
3: Mm, it's different. It's definitely different.
0: It's it has like to, it has to, it's like they it has weren't to allowed to, to do Mandalorian anymore so they done something similar but they couldn't get it as good. And the, the one thing I will give them is the intro tunes and outro tunes. They whoever makes that music is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, they get catchy
3: tunes. I thought the second episode I'm not do, I'm not giving away anything but I thought it, what I like about these last two episodes is it really gets into the story of what was Boba Fett all about. How did he mm. escape the giant Sarlacc worm thing? And yeah. what his background is, how he kind of became more what he was, blah, blah, blah. So that's been kind of neat. Yeah, I was going to say, but then it was a
0: spoiler, so I thought I wouldn't say yeah. no, it. No, no spoilers. No spoilers.
3: No spoilers. We'll wait till it airs, and then we'll spoil
0: it. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sir it says, <laughs> R2-D2, you just need to hide under a trash can. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about <laughs> right. R2-D2, yep. Or Let's C-3-P-P-L. get on to the next question. And, Trump, this is a question from you, dude. It was, yeah. And It was a question from you that I told you the answer to at the time because you, you needed to know and his question is uh, is adjusting fan speeds and curves good or bad for your graphics card now if anyone in the chat's got their view on it you can put it in um but i'm gonna let you lot you guys go first and tell me what you think gray and Claxon, what do you think about curves on graphics cards
3: i i never really messed with it i just let it do whatever it's gonna do if it gets warm it
0: turns I on don't i don't know if i believe that i can't believe gray just I... said i'm not gonna mess with it well
3: my case isn't really that loud, so I don't – I notice it, but I don't really notice it. It's not – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, My well, what, well, what Treb,
0: Trub had was I mean, he yeah. had his it curve on literally like it was across vertical across, so it was on or off. So the problem he was getting, and this is a major issue people get, and it's a very simple fix, is you're sitting there playing the computer and it will go between, like, 50 and 60 degrees or whatever, it might be 60 and 70 or 70 or 80, whatever it's set at, and what it is, your graphics card will be like silent and then it'll go, woo, then it goes silent and go, woo, silent, woo, and it will just flick in and out. And what it's doing is it's going from hot to cool because the fans came on so fast. Cools down, gets hot, goes up, cools down, gets hot, goes up, cools down. And it does it over and over again at that temperature. Um, And basically, so Trub came to me and he said, Look, my fans, I noticed them, they're just going super loud and fast. So then I said to Trub, like make your fan curve smoother and give it like a, a timing of about five seconds to spin up spin down and what happened is he turned it on, he ran the game again he said, "I can't hear it now, and then he looked and he realized, oh, it's actually at the same speed it was when it was going up and down, but he couldn't hear it, wasn't it trouble so
2: well, not quite like that I mean my my graphics card sounded like a demented hairdryer at, at certain times <laughs> there's in a in lot of. He's um, got three fans. It's a thirty eighty, and it was it was really going fast, and um, not all the time, but just at certain times. And yeah. so I, I and then Comic Clown said he he adjusted his curves, and I had not got a clue what that meant. So that's why I asked the question. It's a lot better now. I have to say, yeah,
0: yeah. So what we've done is we um, we smoothed the curve off, so he won't hear it ramp up as much. Um, and I said there are there are pros and cons to this because. If you let your curve take too long to go up what you're going to do is you're going to get fluctuations in because what happens essentially with your graphics card if it's air cooled, is it will get to a certain temperature which it's designed to get to and then if it wants to get hotter than that it will stop and it will drop the clocks so that's when you get fluctuations in frames um and that's where you got to get a balance i always tell people when you're overclocking your graphics card some people will be like i'm at 2100 or 2200 gigs on my graphics card yeah but only for the first five minutes and then when your card starts heating up over long periods you'll notice your clock speeds are actually 1700 and not 2.2 or whatever they were um and you need to get a balance at where the computer where the graphics card is at an like at it's max performance before fluctuating with heat um and that's what you need to do you need to get it in a smooth position um and I have like, to be
2: honest with you, Nick, I didn't understand that principle until we started looking at it, that the graphics card will scale itself, the GPU yeah. clock speed will will reduce itself if it's in danger of overheating. I didn't really understand that. And now yeah, I do. But do. Do
0: you remember when all the graphics cards started breaking when New World came out? Yeah, yeah. And that was because there was no buffer to stop the frames going so high that the card was overheating. And there was oh, no, I see. there was no buffer for that. So it's just going wild and killing itself basically, essentially. Um, right. But this is what I am saying to people. It's all about balance. You know, you could put your card, and it might handle, before the driver's crash and stuff, it might handle 2,200 megahertz, which is really high clock speed. You might get 20 frames on top of what you're getting normally. But you, like I said, it's all about balance, and you want to have the performance and the heat. A lot of people don't realize that graphics cards are designed to hit the heat they're at, and then they'll fluctuate around that temperature. Um, a lot of people, like they just naturally think, Oh my graphics card looks like it's getting hot. It's going to break. It's not going to break. It's going to get to that peak and then it's going to slow its its speeds down. You know, so that that's the that's the way I say to people to look at. Anyway, have you ever any yeah. problems with this, uh, Clax?
1: Um, you have to do it with an AMD GPU because they are notorious for si- shipping out their GPUs um, and have them run hot. Over yeah, not hot, are they? Uh, over the like keeping the noise low so you I, I found with amd you have to do it
0: yeah because my my last two amd, uh, AMD cards were r9 290s that's a long time ago i had two of them and i swear if i got out of the bath i'd just turn the computer on because it would dry me like one them human heaters <laughs> it they blow me into the
1: wall <laughs> they they have their fans on silent pretty much
0: but this is the thing so uh, everyone says about amd they they take a lot of power that produces a lot of heat and that leads a lot of fan noise to call it down.
1: Well, they take less power than the, the equivalent NVIDIA GPUs, but that's yeah, but, more of a new thing.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, the newer ones, they are coming a long way. And don't get me wrong, as much as I say sometimes against them, I am stating obvious facts. I don't dislike them. I like them as much as I'd like NVIDIA. But you've got to be honest, When you, you just brought up your own flaw. Without me saying anything, you brought up an issue that you've seen firsthand. You know, But you know, it's there. Same it the same with modern tr- cards.
2: Is it? is it same with the modern generation of cards? The more well, modern,
1: they run hot because the they when they when they're sent out, they don't actually um, use like a fan curve to cool them down. Okay, so they prefer them to run
3: silently. Because they they uh, want them to perform um, like right out of the box.
1: No, nothing's more torturous than putting your temps on in, as a you know a PC uh, enthusiast just one CC second. Your GPU.
0: I just want to say, Cider Bob, thank you for that gifted sub. He uh, just gave a free sub to uh, Flexlord, so thanks for that, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, the way you just said that about them as well, I don't know if it's the same anymore because I haven't had an AMD card for ages. But um, I do believe if I'm not mistaken, and I can't remember all of it because it's a long time ago. But when they brought out certain cards, AMD, and it might have even been the R9290, they actually designed the card to hit max heat to work efficiently, and then they worked backwards um, from yeah, I'm there. I'm not surprised. And um, I can't remember how it works, because uh, it's not something that interested me at the time it did, and I learned about it, but it was a long time ago, um, and everyone was a bit like baffled to why you would do that. Um but it's a lot of things. A lot of things are like that. People don't realize SSDs, M.2s, They have to run. They have to be hot to run nice. Um, people don't realize mm-hmm. that. You know, you have a heatsink on it, but it still has to run hot um, to go forward. Uh, I, just... I, I,
1: accident- yeah. I accidentally started it. Comic. I don't know Fair that point. One.
0: Comic. Fair point. Who started comic this well, argument mate? again. It's not an argument. Well, it's just all I want you lot to realize is I'm on the fence. I'm not for one or the other. But sometimes you've got to be real about what you're getting and what you're getting for your money. And I've got to be honest, if Definitely you get an NVIDIA graphics head. card over an AMD graphics card, <laughs> whether they're good cards and they're good prices or whatever, there are... People do see issues. And I never brought up this problem. Claxon brought it up.
2: I think we're up to rant number seven now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I need to go. No, my don't, dinner's no, all right. You know I need to go. My dinner's <laughs> all right. Do you yeah, really want You literally... If I'm you need to go, really dude, quiet and... off. You can leave the cameras now. You're all good. It's like... Oi, but yeah, what's that picture at the top, though? Uber, Eats. The
3: Uber Eats has arrived. Like, what?
0: <laughs> Uber Eats has arrived. I was ordering it during the podcast. What oh, <laughs> right. is Uber Eats has arrived? Look, dude, <laughs> if you've got to shoot, you can test the cameras now, that's and funny. we can see um, when you leave, if it's you we disappear. should just are But we're, we've got, like, a couple of questions up to you if you want to stay or not. I'm going
1: to go, because Gray's here. Yeah, you've go got for it, man. man. We appreciate anyway, you, like. you. out, out of here.
3: <laughs> Take care. Later, dude.
0: Yeah, man enjoy the the uber about the whole new camera setup look boom he's gone boom great that's impressive (laughs) now if you knew the amount of hassle we go through to get the cameras in the right spaces and everything this is just so cool we could even have random guests on now if we wanted
3: you don't know because off the air nick would be going ah the cameras are all effed (laughs) up Ah." i don't have to worry about it Um, i was
0: just going over the um over the chat and i noticed cider bob said show the caterpillar quickly um The thing is, the Caterpillar, I broke the engine off it by accident, and I've got to stick it back on. But if you want me to show it, I will show it uh, in a minute if you you want to. You do need to buy
3: the Rasanati and then paint that up. That'll be nice.
0: Yeah, well, um, I'm I'm sort of thinking about getting an Elite one now as well, another model. So we'll see how that goes. But right, let's get into um, the... Next question. Are you are you boys all right for time, or should we save the questions for next one, or should we just do these quick free questions? I, I, let's do the next one, because I think Trevor's dying for you to ask the question. Oh, the question. right, all right. Um, so <laughs> Trev nods, says... Uh, we what, can go. Favorite what? keyboard and mouse. Just got a new Logitech G915 Lightspeed keyboard, uh, and the Logitech G502 Lightspeed mouse, and I love them both, especially the keyboard. The Lightspeed finally makes wireless gaming possible, and I prefer it. Um like i'm not your best person to go with keyboards and mice i don't really follow them that much um and if to be fair if i'm looking for a keyboard i really like the build quality of the corsair keyboards but they are expensive they're like around 300 quid they're solid metal um they they really feel good quality and they just last so long man um and you know what i'm not gonna lie i haven't really looked at another keyboard for a long time the only other keyboard I had was an Asus keyboard that Asus gave me. And that was another metal keyboard, really high quality as well. But I never really, I didn't really use that keyboard very much because um, I had the Corsair one. And the thing I like about the Corsair one, it's got the pass-through with the USBs on it. It's got like, the cables are thick, like really, really big, thick braided cables. And it's really high quality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know much about the Logitech. Um, Gray, what do you use?
3: Well, I I use the Corsair too, and I've had the K ninety five RGB for two and a half three years now. Yeah, and I love it too. It's all metal. This thing just you can't you can beat the hell out of it, and it still works. And uh, it's programmable because I like programmable. And prior to this, why you talk? I'm, to, I'm just going to get always... the
0: spaceship because of okay. um. Bob wants to see it, and I'm sure everybody wants to see it. So what I'll do is I'll get it now. Okay. Um and uh, oh, I'll continue. Great UK. uh <laughs> Thank you for that sub for two months for Prime. I really appreciate that, um, dude. really do. Uh, you carry on talking about your keyboard. I'm going to grab it from the back. Uh, okay. I was just going to say, don't look at my tracksuit bottoms, though, because I was winding these like, up early. Well, with all definitely don't there. look at his tracksuit <laughs> bottoms.
3: Everybody stare. Ready? You. Okay. So prior to the my Corsair keyboard, I, I only used Logitech um, because I liked their keyboards and because they had a programmable keyboard and nobody else really did. So i used to really like logitech so i'm assuming trev if you like the logitech that doesn't surprise me because i think they make some nice stuff but when but well, when these came out the corsair i had to make the move because it was just it was just the next level so i decided to go for that but i know you're you're, you're hitting a lot on wireless uh, my mouse is wireless but i've always Ooh. been a little hesitant on a wireless keyboard but
0: if you're saying the new logitech is a wireless keyboard and it's good then yeah wireless you know, i've I- always been do you know what i can't get past the wireless thing Batteries running out and stuff like that. It really yeah. is something I don't know if I can go for anymore. And um, whilst you carry on talking, Gray, because the new mm-hmm. cameras, guess what I can do? Watch you what can I can turn do. turn on a camera Bosh. for the ship. Look at that. So you carry on talking, Gray. Or oh, actually, I'll just shout quickly. So this, ignore that the engine missing at the back here. That's broken just off. Put hand, just put your hand over it. <laughs> yeah, put my hand over it. So I built this. This is the Caterpillar. Um. And it still needs well, that more was a, detailing uh, on it. That was a 3D print, right? But yeah, this yeah. is a 3D printed and you painted. Caterpillar. Uh, yep, it's hard yep. for me to try and get the whole of the detail in of the whole ship. But you can it see it's all gun metal underneath. Yeah. Um, you can see the front guns. They're not detailed yet. Top guns. Uh, and who and 3D then... printed that for you, Nick? Yeah, who so Ant 3D yep. printed this. And, I That's right. I remember, and yeah. he's happy to 3D print for anyone and send it out if um, he charges and for something like this big um, I think he would charge around 30 quid for the plastic um, which when you see how big it is compared to like my chest it's actually quite big um, yeah. it's pretty cool um, and do you know what uh, for Christmas um, as soon as I get some cash coming and that I think I might upgrade to a 4k camera because the backdrop and everything's a bit blurry so um, I think I might change up at some point get the
3: get Kaio the Pro like I got it's pretty nice
2: and to answer your question, Trev, from my point of view, from a flight sim point of view, you need a keyboard that can go in a, in a underneath the, the desk. So this one has to fit in a drawer. So it's the thinnest keyboard I can get. So I haven't got a particular brand. It's just I've had a look at it. But I've got a Microsoft optical mouse. That's all I use. Nothing special. But yeah, it's interesting see, what you've got.
0: I've always found with keyboards, um, it's been a weird thing for me because I only upgrade it when I need to. It's not something i I choose to upgrade. It's like the keyboard is something that if it breaks I'll buy a new one, but if it don't break, I won't change it. And I don't know if everyone's like that. I know a lot of people like to keep their stuff all the same and similar working together, you know? Um and I pretty much do the same thing. And I can't imagine my keyboard breaking to be fair. So I just feel like I'm gonna have this for like ten years. Yeah, yeah.
3: This thing is made out of such such good quality. And the and the switches, three years later, the mechanical switches are still just as good. There's no there's no issues. Yeah, so let me, I'm going to catch
0: in- up with some of the thing. Um, so Kale's got a K95. Um, yep. Good. But he said it's, hand, uh, it's handy for sitting in bed and playing. Um, but I would Press imagine, it. like, don't the batteries keep running out on it? Like, that's one Unless thing I can't get chargable. over, especially with mice. And plus, I'm not very really is- good with mice anyway because I'm left-handed. So I have to get, like, an ambidextrous mouse like this. That's all I use. And I can't get any buttons on the side of it. Because I'd have to go for a left-hand one, and I've never really seen a decent left-handed mouse.
3: They do make them. I don't know who, but they do make them. But, but Trev, wh- is that a rechargeable or a battery? Because yeah, like my mouse, ma- my mouse is a, different. Yeah, my my mouse is a rechargeable, so I never worry about the batteries. Alright.
2: Oh, no, mine's a wired mouse.
3: Yeah, it says massive lag between messages being typed and appearing
0: on the chat screen. By the way, for what your keyboard? No, he's. T- I think you might be talking about the stream. Oh okay. I think what okay. happened there is is when the stream went down, it got delayed in real time. So you're all a little bit far behind. But we'll do our best because we've only got we've only got one more question or two more questions left. So we'll get to them questions quickly, um, and then we'll go from there because it did get a bit messed up when the stream went down. It did mess up uh, timings. Uh, but cheers yeah. for that, Trev. Hopefully we was a bit of bit good of information for you, but maybe not. Well, I think we're all crap with keyboards. Um,
2: oh, it's a good recommendation though.
0: Yeah. yeah uh right. so uh Charles D. Charlie um was looking at um Lord's post about the 240 hertz monitor at what point is the refresh rate just a high number that human can't tell the difference. I can tell the difference between sixty and hundred-ish frames, uh, but personally, I can't tell the difference above a hundred. um do you know what? we'd done a podcast probably six months to a year? It must have been a year ago now. Um, mm. where we actually spoke a lot about this because it was when they brought out a 300, was it 360 hertz yeah, 360. monitor for eSports? Yeah. And yeah, and Grey was like, what's the point? There's no point of it. And we went into real in-depth talking about it, about how it's a sort of like a fighter pilot. The more you train your eyes to see it, the more it's there. Now, for me, I find I can tell the difference between 30, 60, 100, 130, 140, 160, um, I haven't really played on anything over 200. Um, but I can tell you now, to the average people, it doesn't really make that much difference. But if you're an eSports player, it's crazy different. They're so used to being like there, not blinking, watching that screen. You give them a 300 hertz screen, and they can definitely get an. Imp- imp- they definitely improve their game by seeing the person before they see them. and And I think that's where it is. And I think the argument me and you had, Grey... It was about, mm. what's the point? People just don't need these. And the, the the issue we came across was, was as a normal person playing, yeah, you don't need it. You could go over 140 or whatever. Um, but they're out there simply because eSports is out there and it's becoming big and people are competitive nowadays. And, you know, it's like getting into a Formula One car and having a different fin on your car to the other car. You know, it could give you a massive increase and that's why you do it. And the thing is, the prices are crazy as well. It's like buying a Mm. premium monitor. It's a crazy price. But I would say that they're not for everyone. And I don't think at some point you can't see it. I think if you go from 60 to 100, you notice it. And then you're playing at 100 for a year. You go from 100 to 140, you notice it. You're playing at 140 for a year. Then when you go up higher, 200, 240, it's at them points when you actually notice the difference. It's like going from, you know remember when the TV went from normal to HD and everyone was like, wow, that picture quality is amazing. And then when they went back to a normal TV, you're like, wow, it's so blurry. I could never, how did we watch this? You know, it's like when you see a photo off your old Nokia phone from years ago. And I think it's one of them situations where going forward is never really noticeable, the big jump, but going backwards, you really do notice it. You know, if I gave you a 360 hertz monitor to play on for a year and then I gave you um, 100, you'd be like, whoa, this is like proper laggy, I can imagine. But anyway, what do you I boys think, think? I'll let you have a breath because I'll just... I think the other, thing, the other thing there, Nick,
2: is that, that there's an age thing, isn't there? There's an optimum age to be a good eSports player. Mm. And, and your eyesight and your reactions, you know, once you go past that, I mean, an old, old man's eyesight like mine, I'm not going to notice any difference above 100 hertz.
0: Yeah. But it's like I was saying, if if you're a fighter pilot, you have to do testing where they fire things at you and you've got to count and you've got to know what they are on screen and it's that kind of thing you train your eyes because you're doing it all the time you get used to it you build up like a system of being able to see it you know and i think it's that is what you need to be able to use them screens if me and you just got a 300 hertz 300 hertz screen and we just got on it we'd be like this is smooth i can't tell the difference you know it's something you have to you have to really use um Trevor yeah, says has I... done a good video on this. Um got Shroud to do testing and they can tell the difference. Yeah, and that's because he's a gamer, a proper gamer, you know. He can tell the difference. Um but hopefully I think it's good, think it's good for the competitive like you said, but yeah. for the person yeah. that plays non-competitive,
3: I don't think it's worth spending that much money.
0: Now, I would say the optimal area at the moment is between 100 um and 200. You know, lots of people are getting 140 that overclock to 160. Um, I don't think you need to go any more than that at this point in time and you've got to remember as well if you get a 240Hz monitor you need to have the power to back it up which is another issue like with going forward you know I've got a 3080 Ti here my monitor is 3440 by 1440 I can run everything at the max the max this this monitor can do Um, but if I was to go to 4K at 240Hz I would always be lacking power do you know what I mean? Yeah. so it's something you want to yeah. like keep an eye on need, like again it's always down to the balance you know
3: i oh, just trash it wait for the forty nineties. <laughs>
0: yeah um and then, then you'll power everything <laughs> yeah that it's just gonna go further and further i love it that they're bringing out cards now that you can't either you won't even be able to see one or buy one but they're bringing them out still right.
3: I know, it's ridiculous. We weren't even talking about getting the best card because you can't
0: afford it anyway. Yeah. Um. Just quickly, we'll get on to the last question, which is another question yep. by Cider Bob that he actually put into the chat earlier on tonight. Um, and he says, for this week's podcast, uh, what apps, uh, software, should you not have installed on your PC which would slow its performance down? And I know that Magic mm-hmm. put my answer in straight away and that was Norton. Delete that straight away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like Yeah, Norton Norton fell off the bandwagon a long time ago and mess, messed people up big time. Do you know what? My dad bought a PC once from PC World, and it came with Norton. But they said to him, the one that's on there is like, I don't know what year it was, but it was like 2017. But this one's 2018, so do you want it in a package? So my dad just thinking, yeah, whatever, says, yeah, I'll have that with it. So- opens up his computer, installs the new version. They both clash and break his computer. He has to take it back to PC world because it was completely locked up. They <laughs> wow. saw each other as
3: viruses. Um, I'll give you another one. Uh, some of those uh, people that advertise the registry programs. Oh, little will clean up your Windows registry. Oh my and your God, I hate them programs. will run so much faster. And it's like, oh, it's PC garbage. speed up or something like that. Yeah, really bad. Don't ever oh, go to one. these I,
0: third-party I, companies to try and unlock and clear your computer. You know, if you, if anyone listening ever comes up with a program that they think someone's told them to use, come in our Discord, put it in there, and say, does anyone know this? Because we will all know what's good or bad. Um, just put it in, and we will help you out with that from there.
3: I got, I got one other one that's really bad too. That's the companies that say, install this program, and we will, we will track all your drivers, and we will constantly update your drivers and install them for you. That stuff's really bad. Yeah, we <laughs>
0: will track everything you do and sell all your details on.
3: <laughs> it messes you it, it doesn't help you it just messes the drivers up further it's like it's ridiculous
0: but what i don't like um what i've seen a lot is obviously i've got four kids and three of them are young well like but they're all young but a lot younger is um things like roblox so it's mm. a game where and it's been it got into a lot of trouble didn't it because of grooming online and stuff because it was a lot of adults playing roblox mixing with young kids um yeah and not just for that, what I don't like is there's there's loads of different versions of this game. It's like modded heavily with all these different games. And what I don't like is is that they will download a, a version of it. You Firstly, you get loads of viruses and stuff, I've noticed. And secondly, you don't know what they're downloading. So there's like any any person can just make their version of a game and put it on there. And then it will get sent down and your kids can play it. And I don't think these things are governed enough for kids to be doing it. And I also feel like it it teaches kids to go on Google and download random stuff. You know, mm. I've had to wipe three PCs in the last couple of weeks because one of my kids played a game. Someone said, "Oh, you can get free this or like free V bucks for Fortnite if you go here." And then what happens is they click on all this crap. You get all you get all these programs popping up, and then they're like, "Why, Daddy, when I've turned my computer on, have I got all these windows popping up?" Like you know the ones where every time you click something, an advert pops up and you can't get rid of it.
4: Yeah, over uh, and over and getting over. all this yep.
0: crap. And do you know what I say is is just don't download things unless you really need to. And if you do need to download it, do a bit of research. Just type in Google: "Is this good or bad?" There will be a lot of people say this is bad or good. You know.
2: I think there's another issue there. There's, there's operating systems notoriously come with bloatware,
0: don't they? And 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 yeah
2: Windows yeah Windows no is no exception. Um, and there's quite a lot of information out there. There's one website called Should I Remove It? And it, it explains, you know, a little bit more about what you should do. I mean, I get rid of Solitaire and all that stuff, all the game stuff that Windows puts in. It's not going to slow it down, but it just takes up space, doesn't it? And you don't need it. Yeah. yeah the no, thing is, I, I love like...
3: how they uh, they hide the free offers of stuff, like, uh, like uh, uh, was it Office 365? Oh, click here and you'll have it. And then all of a sudden yeah. it stops working after two months. Oh, got to pay for it now. Yeah, yeah, and I think absolutely.
2: Trev made a good point because I was saying Windows Defender's good enough for the average person like me. If you dodge, if you ding and danging out of dodgy websites, then you might need something a bit sharper. But Windows Defender seems to be. Yeah, work but
0: I've always me. said um, what I do is is just make sure when you download something, you scan the download before you ever open it, and I've always been fine with that. Um, you know, even if you get like malware bytes or something like that, yeah. that get the version of it where what you can do is download whatever you're downloading and then scan that one file every time so you don't have to have like what i don't like is is resource drains like when you get virus or anti-protection and antivirus protection or online protection and what it does Mm. is once a month it will scan everything because what happens is once a month you're doing something and do you remember um what was it called vcu uh what was the free antivirus that they used to everyone used to have it oh like, right yeah uh, vgc, was, I, think it was. It VGC? Nah, I think it was it like, vgc nah it was, it was like it was avg and everyone would have it but the thing is what it would yeah. do it it would set up a scan if you put it onto an old um older computer like with windows vista or windows xp or whatever it was you was using it would literally lock down the pc for a good hour while it was scanning through and i'd get phone calls from people saying look I've got this program, it's meant to clean my computer up and it's my computer's well slow. I take that off and the computer's back to normal again. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I always say to people, just download the files, scan the files yourself and then you know what's in there. You know, I find yeah. that's the best way, personally. Agreed. Yeah. But I tell you what, boys, it is getting late. It is. I think we've, is. we've ran well over time. We, I think we must be on the three hour mark, to be fair. Um, getting there. <laughs> so we do need to wrap it up I've got to get this podcast out for tomorrow and get other stuff done um, my stream's been going really really well um, I want to say thanks to everybody that subs, gives me bits, gets in the chat really really helping me out and as I've said before you'll see in Discord that I've started putting Discord subs at the start of $3 in there for support for the community and the podcast and stuff like that I've always said the podcast will always be free I never put adverts on there and stuff like that and so if anyone does want to support me on discord it's like i think it's like three dollars um and this is what i'm gonna try big try and make this where there's enough people that i get subs from on the discord that i literally can spend all my time working on the podcast the gaming the community and all of the other stuff that we do so i appreciate everyone that does show me support and helps out and obviously like i've said to you gray like cheers for you helping me out and the stream as well is getting massive lately we're getting between 20 and 50 people in stream which is really really cool um and so i'm going to try and pursue it as much as i can but you know like i said to grade there's only so long before i need to start doing other things otherwise um so i really do appreciate it. i want to say thank you to everyone uh it's good to see all the new people in uh, i'll be streaming from tomorrow morning um 11 uk time in the morning uh i think we're going to go into expansion in elite dangerous so there'll be lots to do on stream tomorrow um, I'll say thanks for Trub. You're more than welcome to come on any time, mate. Um, oh, thanks. We've got a new cameras, so I might start bringing some guests on as well because we can pull people in and out of the cameras now. Um, And yeah, apart from that, thank you, everybody. Uh, I'm going to do a raid now, so stick around for the raid. And I will see you all tomorrow morning uh, and go from there. Make sure you get into our game and night. Click the button at the top where it says the events and click that you're going. And I'll see you all on Saturday, 9 o'clock. Right, boys. Thanks a lot. I will see you all soon. Cheers, everyone. Goodbye.
2: Cheers. Great stuff. Bye. Cheerio, bye. I,
0: really I love
2: don't it's want to set the world on fire. I just want to start off in your heart.
0: I'm